What's going on, everybody? And happy new year to you all. Goodbye, 2020. Wow. Yeah. Let's uh, let's not do that again. Let's let's uh, let's make it at least you know at least like 10% better than last year. This year, got to be 10% better. At least the bar is low. The bar is super low. We really don't have any excuse for it to not be at least 10% better this year. Um, but yeah, happy new year. Thank you for listening. Uh, I hope you all continue to listen to me and other people talk. Uh, and that's all we do here is we just talk, um, which is great, which is great. I'm glad we could do this. Uh, today, we've got Seth and Lynn, both of whom which I work with at Whole Foods. Um, we were just talking in the break room probably just complaining about work or something, but I thought it was an interesting conversation, so I was like, hey, let's throw on some mics and headphones and do it uh, next to a computer that records it. And yes, here we are. So, Happy New Year to you all. I hope you all have a, uh, have a at least 10% better year this year than last. But here we go, Seth and Lynn. Applebee's. And I wouldn't have been there. Could it have been, though? Does Applebee's even exist in Lexington anymore? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's one left. There's one? On the East Town Road. Oh, shit. I thought they were done done. Mm -mm. We hope for it. Yeah. You know what? It's like a road. You just keep coming Uh, For real. I heard they don't even have chefs in there anymore. I heard they just literally microwave Microwave everything or like Mm -hmm. air fry it or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's all frozen. You could buy it all at Kroger, basically, and make your own. Get your loaded potato skins and mozzarella sticks somewhere else. Bro, you know what? I just can't. I have a policy going right now that I've had for most of quarantine. If I can make the shit at the house, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Like, I just finished rolling some I sushi. Mean, I mean, you can make any... I'm not paying $50. How'd that turn out? Honey, I got pictures. You know I got pictures Ooh. of everything. What kind of sushi roll? So, I started off with the spicy smoked salmon roll. That sounds so... And that shit was bussin'. Yeah. <laughs> and then I do you have, shrimp. like, the whole, like, maki thing and everything? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually bought it from work today, y'all. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to our job. By the way, cheers. Cheers. New year, 2021. Here we are. Sweet hot on my apron. I know. It's kind of crazy, honestly. Oh... Ooh. So that was my first one. Chill Obviously, out with the little feeling... sauce thing and okay, everything. But... <laughs> you know me. And then I had like a whole little pop-up. Ooh. That shit busted. Okay, busted. <laughs> I filled it a little bit, but I like the filling the rice ratio there versus mm-hmm. my first one. That's the second time I've ever rolled sushi. Is that a personal Instagram or is that like a one oh, dedicated no. to... You know what? I should do a full-blown food Instagram, but my issue is, is I don't like people that much. Yeah. Like, I feel like once I go down the realm of making content, people get needy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I am 100% able to say that I will definitely be like, fuck y'all. I'm going to bust when I feel like it. And <laughs> right. that takes some of the love out of it for me. Well, so. I mean, that's like, yeah. that's totally honorable, too. That's what mm-hmm. people have done with this. They're like, I've had a couple people be like, hey, you didn't post an episode. I was like, 
already like i'm not it's like i don't even know that people are listening to this but right. chill but like chill at the end of the bro. day exactly though it's like that's your thing so mm-hmm. who cares what other people say about yeah, exactly. it exactly might as well do it you know mm-hmm. get some attention on that i mean if it's gonna go there at that point then y'all gonna be paying me for it because now <laughs> right you can come sit down at the restaurant and make sure my overhead and my bills are covered there you go but other than that you can Right, you can chill <laughs> on that. This is Instagram. Exactly. Yeah. What'd y'all do for New Year's? Anything interesting? You said you went out to Sedona. What is that? So Sedona is like Applebee's richer older cousin to me. Oh, okay. Like yeah, it's not like quite like fine dining. Yeah. But it's it's cute. It has the image of fine dining. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But it's not fine dining. It ain't fine dining. Yeah. It's like no. the Ruby Tuesdays to TGI Fridays. Correct. They're not yeah. doing wine presentations and shit at Sedona. Right. This is not, but it was nice enough. Yeah. My scallops went ahead, you know, my bottle of Clico. I mean, they charge like it's a fucking nice ass restaurant, so. (laughs) Can we talk about that? It's expensive as fuck. (laughs) Like, Sedona people, are y'all listening? Let's talk. (laughs) Let's have a conversation. Where is that? I've never even heard of it. It's off of um, Harrodsburg Road. Mm hmm. Harrisburg Road. Right, right oh. beside Palomar Center. I think I know where that is. Yeah, yeah it's like I've heard of that for sure. From, what's the name of that place? Malone's. Panera. Panera. Yeah. Panera's yeah. right there. Yeah. Panera's a bank and then Sedona. There's a gym right there. Huh. Okay. What'd you do, Seth? I went to a friend's house and tripped acid. Oh, word. Oh, I'm yeah. jealous because you didn't invite me. That's I dope. Acid before work. How was that? <laughs> it was um, it was great. It was amazing. Honestly, it was really cool. Um. It was, it got a little weird sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just gonna honestly blame it on being, them being white, but. <laughs> like, at one time, y'all, I was, I was on the couch and I was just vibing, listening to the music, you know, like, high as fuck. And I turn over and every other person is on the ground doing yoga. Uh. And I'm like. I like yoga, so. <laughs> Yo, but this ain't the time for this is not the time yeah. for yoga. <laughs> right. Do that on your own time. Like the ball <laughs> the ball just dropped. We just all took some acid and you guys are like in downward dog position on the ground. Like what is going on right now? I definitely would have hated my ass because I'd have been like, Okay, so where's the little Uzi bird? Like it's time. Yeah, like but it was fun. It's just some weird moments like that. I was just like, What the fuck? So th- was that before the acid kicked in that they started doing yoga? No, it was like right as acid kicked in. Oh, okay. They started I'm doing crying. yoga. They plan to do yoga on acid. Right. You yeah. Know what? I, I, I like I, I like got stuck in the couch and like was like so into the music and mm-hmm. like shit was crazy or whatever and they were just all they're doing yoga and I was like wow. Wait, so they they planned that or was that just a spontaneous? No, one of them is a um she's a breast cancer survivor and like that's like part of like her like recovery i guess is like okay she like just spontaneously just starts doing yoga and stretching mm-hmm. and stuff okay and so she started then a girl was like oh my god let me join you and then just kind of like tumbled into this like this class like everybody wow. was like oh yeah let's just all do yoga on acid <laughs> and i was like what I guess so. Maybe in the daytime I would do that, but like at night on New yeah. Year's. On New Year's, yeah. Like, yeah. This makes yeah. Some sense. Like, right. The lights were like it was like very very blue and like very just like ambiance, and they were just in there doing yoga, and I was See? like. I don't want to hear you complain about it because you did ass with the wrong person. I literally would have brought my little projector and hooked up the sound bar. Yeah. And you would have been in that bitch party. <laughs> but you know. It was. I wasn't expecting it, so like I just popped up in there like you want to do some acid, and I was like, sure, absolutely. 
Damn, that's oh, not like you probably didn't get to bed for a long time though. I didn't go to bed till six thirty in the morning. That's what I'm saying. Do an acid late at night, and then you're just sitting there in your bed, just like, "Fuck, why'd I do this?" Yeah, <laughs> and just bro. sitting there it was, glowing. I laid down. I was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass out." It was like two hours later. I was still in my bed, just like, "What is going on?" <laughs> right. That's <laughs> the most frustrating thing about it is just not being able to fall asleep. It's so annoying. But... Yeah. So everybody's done acid than me. This is crazy. Really? I've never. I've done shrooms. I do weed. Yeah, I've done shrooms, and now I've done acid twice. Now I've done shrooms like four or five times. Yeah. Um, but shrooms, I they hurt my stomach so fucking bad. How much did you do? I usually do like, I want to say we usually like. Like a half eighth. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's typically what I think. Because like people are like, you gotta do an eighth. Yeah, you man, gotta do a whole eighth. Yeah. I was like, no, 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 no. Hold no. on, hold on. No, you don't have to. That do sounds that like a drug dealer talking yeah. right there. Right. So you gotta buy the eighth. You gotta buy your friends an eighth too. Like, you gotta no. get four eighths. Me and my yeah, best no. friend literally got an eighth and we split it. Exactly. That's and all you we need. We still had like a little. Like I probably ate a little bit more than he did, but. We were still good. Yeah. Like, people are so scared of like microdosing, and I just don't understand what yeah. what it is. Like I feel like that's a better way to enjoy your experience instead of saying, "Hey, fuck it, I'ma just fuck up a whole bunch of shrooms." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just like what? Have can turn a Jimmy Neutron real quick. Just yeah. brain blast on out of here. Yeah. No, it's like you do not need to do that much to get the positive effect. Right. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. You could just do like half a gram and just feel great and mm-hmm. just go about your day and just be like. Yep. Kind of yeah, just, just floating like, a little bit. It depends on what kind of trip you want to have. Like, if you yeah. want to, like, trip balls, then I guess go for the whole eighth. But, yeah. like, what's I, the point of tripping balls? Like, I don't know, man. It's like, is it really worth it? Have y'all heard of the the research they're doing on mushrooms at Johns Hopkins? Yeah. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. like, they're they're letting terminally ill people do mushrooms to see how it improves like their cognitive or their psychological well-being mm-hmm. and the way, the way they're doing it is um a they're injecting it um like straight into your veins of course. but they have you like lay down in this like kind of cozy room and there's like a like a shaman guide there and then like the doctor that's like administering the dose and they blindfold you and like put you in a blanket, put you in headphones, See, that's and just much. like and give you like a heroic dose, like mm. like like some Superman shit where they just like shoot you up with it, and you just sit there for hours, just like blind. You can't you can't hear anything. You just like but like these people that come out of it say it's literally one of the top three most enlightening experiences of their lives as they're dying too. Yeah. They're just like this was so important to me. It's like and they're really glad that they did it. Mm-hmm. So now they're just like, hmm. That is so. No, I mean my. <laughs> weird. My old That's so crazy. Right. Who I actually got mine from. He he grows. Yeah. Um. So he was like, yeah. Before I was really weird about it, but I mean at this point, this is what helped me get through my divorce. Like this is the only way. I move this closer to you, real quick. This is the only way that I was really able to process my divorce was doing shrooms. Like he. Put a blindfold on, put on some soundproof headphones, and just listen to, like, some song on loop. Mm-hmm. He's like, I was really able to, like, compartmentalize all of the trauma and the bullshit from the divorce. Yeah. From doing that. But I just don't think that that should be everybody's first time around shroom experience. No. Like, people don't understand that you can really get in your own head, and if you're not in a good headspace, then it can be really traumatic. Right. Yeah. And, like, if you're not interpreting it right, mm-hmm. too. Because sometimes those bad trips, it's like... It's something you need rather than it being a bad trip. It's yeah. just like, wait a second, this is a bad trip, 
but it's like an opportunity to work through something mm -hmm. and you yeah. can either work through it or not acknowledge that, that the bad trip's happening and try right. to run away from it and it gets worse and it's gonna pull your ass in deeper yeah <laughs> yeah and it's like it's literally like jumping into hell real quick yeah, and just really like fast. trying to figure it out and then come back out alive but you know what i wouldn't even say jumping into hell because what i classify as hell is like work <laughs> that's not, like right. yeah no like real life it's yeah. kind of like hell yeah, I guess that's how this kind of conversation happened. We were just in the break room talking mm -hmm. about something, talking shit about Whole Foods or whatever. Probably. Yeah, yeah is that a $100 bonus we're going to get? Oh, my God. Oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> you know what? For Jeffrey to be so loaded, Stingy. he has some really cheap tendencies, and I don't like that. Yeah, oh. for real. Mm -mm. I'm not a fan. Take care of your people, yo. I don't, yeah, I don't get what it is. I don't get the whole hazard pay thing. It's like, why was that taken away? A joke. Why was that? Like, why would you... It was only two dollars. Like yeah. it wasn't even anything for real. Right. Like honestly and truly, I feel like I should have gotten maybe a three or four dollar hazard pay since I have all the damn wackos that come over into my section anyway. Oh, they yes, were you working the whole work. body. Oh my god. <laughs> They're trying to naturally heal through this right. coronavirus. <laughs> hey, I completely you know what? I completely understand natural medicine. I get it. I appreciate it. Right. But I also feel like at some point you have to understand that I feel like natural medicine and like vitamins and stuff, those are preventative measures. That's something that you do for maintenance. Yeah. Like vitamin C is maintenance. That's maintenance. Mm -hmm. Keeping up your immune system really. Yeah, but I mean I don't think it's a a patch for certain things. Right. Like I mean I understand something like a probiotic. Okay, so you mm -hmm. got one hundred billion so you have to use a probiotic versus for intense moments, yeah. you know, but Nah, bro, you in here coughing, mm -hmm. you know, nose running and shit, giving me all the symptom vibes, and you just don't want to have on a mask? Right, right. Oh, okay. So you just think you're going to get some hair root and <laughs> cure this shit? What, are you going to go to, like, an alchemy table and just That's make some so fucking, you like, antibodies for yourself? I had a man that was, like, getting a cocktail together. He's like, yeah, if you put it in a nebulizer, it cures coronavirus. I found a recipe on the internet. <laughs> I'm like, yo, like, what? Damn, dude, you better monetize that real quick. Look, all right, Doc, right? I yeah. see you. Like, <laughs> white coat right. you be having on? That's some uh, witch's brew. Yeah. For real. Like, Call it yeah. is. It is what it is. It's this witch's is, brew. This is not Skyrim. Like, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> you cannot just be out here making you medicine just, for yourself. You can just get some root and some bone marrow right. and just put in some tea and be like, I'm healed. Like, <laughs> why do you think you can just cook up some shit like that? Like, if anything, you'll be more productive cooking up crack and selling that or heroin in Kentucky. Right. You better off cooking that shit up and selling it right. instead of trying to get some colloidal silver yeah. to fucking cure the coronavirus. Right. I think it's like... It's one of those things about like vaccines and like the moon landing mm -hmm. i think they're just so crazy and so advanced and such like an amazing thing that humans have done that we actually just can't wrap our heads around it that's what like, a lot of it is we just like can't believe that we can fight a virus like how do you fight a virus because well, most people don't know how viruses work i don't i hardly know how viruses work mm -hmm. but like there's a way but i it just seems so far-fetched for people to understand that it's like they'll just come up with anything like, ah, oh, it's bullshit. It's like, how do you know it's bullshit? You're just like, it's just a lack of understanding. Mm -hmm. And then mixed in with like ego and yeah. then like your own on it, like yeah, thinking that worst. you're smart for some reason or whatever. And you know what? I just think people just don't stay in their lane. Like yeah. I'm not going to walk into the doctor's office and tell the doctor, actually what you're giving me is bullshit. Like again, I do believe there is a lot of, 
problems and concerns that we should be having with our healthcare system, of course. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I'm not going to walk into somebody else's job and tell them the shit they're telling me is bullshit unless yeah. I am an expert myself. Right. Yeah. I didn't go to medical school. Right. My best friend is in medical school. But me? No, I'm not. Yeah. You know, I could talk to you all day about some fucking yeah, food. Yeah, that's the thing. Right. Everybody became a, a scientist when the coronavirus yeah. came. It's like And failed chemistry in high school. Where did y'all get y'all <laughs> <stuff>? <laughs> Like, my my thing is the confidence. Like, people so are confident, confident man. So confident. Like, wow. Those Give me some of that. that. Like, I need some of that yeah. shit. What up, Mario? Bold and stupid, child. Gotcha. Bold and stupid is what we like to call that. For real. Yeah. All right, one second. Talk amongst yourself for one second. Heard. Okay, but says how's your beer? You really like it? I love it. Bro, Dogfish Head makes some of the you best sours. Listen, oh, I gotta get through this boy first. Okay. okay. It's nine percent. I was you can you can have one of these. It's nine percent now. Nine. Oh, nine. Girl. It's only like seven o'clock. Exactly. <laughs> I need to be nice and sleepy by the time I take my ass to the house. You work tomorrow? Of course I do. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing about me being an Aggie, okay. Shout out to North Carolina A and T State University. Okay. We will go party. Okay. And then go to work. Work in class. I'm talking about. I just got in my bed at 5 a.m. But I'm gonna be on time for this engineering class across campus at 8. Oh ma'am, at 4:30 a.m. I decided I'm not going to class tomorrow. Uh, I mean, every once in a while, I get caught slipping like that where I mm-hmm. sleep through my alarm mm-hmm. because you know. It I is what it is. I sleep so heavy and it's bad. Like I tell people, they're like, "It's a good thing you can sleep." I'm like, "Nah, bro. Jesus could come back and on oh, God, I'm, I'm gonna sleep through it." You can get robbed. Like somebody better wake me up when Jesus pulls up because I'm definitely gonna miss the bus. I'm gonna oversleep <laughs> <laughs> every time, and it's not something my mama can just you know take me to. <laughs> Are did, were you all raised in like uh, religious families? Um, I say spiritual. Yeah. But my family was never super, like, overly religious. I actually was the one that started to go back to church first. Really? Ironically, the church that I was invited to was, like, the church that my family grew up in anyway. Like, okay. we're AME, um, most African Methodist Episcopal. Uh-huh. And the thing is with most churches anyways, once your family goes there, it's just kind of the thing. Like, you yeah. grow up and you're raised in the church. Those are the people that you know. You know. Yeah. My family just stopped going for some reason, hmm. and I got invited to the church and started to go consistently, and then I pulled my mother back, and mm-hmm. now the rest of my family goes to church again. Oh, cool. Do you still go? Uh, no. Mm. And part of that is college. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I used to do the video and stuff for church. Like, I'm, I was heavily involved, choir, mm-hmm. all the activities. I just don't. Just time. I take my communion, though. Time, too. Yeah, yeah. What? So much time. Bro, serving black church. I don't, I don't know. If I, Ooh, black child. church. I've only been once, but Honey. I like. I liked it. It was. I lit. hope you pack snacks. No, I like. <laughs> yeah. I like black church. Yeah. I think it's better, like In music wise, yeah, message wise. Yeah. But the music for sure. Yeah. It's Four just like, hours. I just. <laughs> You know what? How and do I, y'all last this long? And then y'all want to mm, eat and talk. Gotta eat and talk. That's the really, I really think that's the reason why a lot of people go to church anyways. Because we're yeah. looking forward to the end of service. Like, oh, where y'all about to eat at? Yeah, oh, yeah. so we gonna go eat together. You know, and right. that, yeah, that's, that's true. always that's the thing Queen Chapel. Like, yeah. everybody in my church will go to eat together after church. Yeah. And I, like as a server, 
I feel bad. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? But yeah. at the same time, like every time I go out to eat with my church family, I always have to like go and ask ourselves, like, how did everybody do? Like, yeah, yeah. Everybody's, where do I need to, to balance the scales out? Right. There? Yeah, for sure. And yeah. it's a cultural thing for sure. I hate it, but. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. Yeah, man. Church church tippers Ooh, are like, oh, they're the worst. <laughs> they're the worst. To be to be godly people and then just be that Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You paid I, your tithes today and came in here sat in my section and ran me to death, but then right. you didn't tip me. Yeah, for real. Yeah. So what do you think you my bill me, money's coming from? You left me <laughs> yeah. you left me a Bible scripture <laughs> on my check. <laughs> oh, right. My favorite is the little cards that they leave you. Like they'll leave you like a fake hundred dollar bill and it'll be like thousand dollars. Right. Like your ticket to heaven and you sit, I'm like, yo, bro, I don't need this. Like, right. like I, I can't take money. this to me and T, baby. Right. I can't do anything I just can't. <laughs> oh, you wanna get this stimmy check? Hi. I saw Petra. Hello. Hi there. What's good? She's got a cute voice. Oh, Hi, Petra. No? Okay. You can say what's good. All right. I see my stimulus check in my bank account, but it hasn't, like, cleared yet. So. What? It's right. Yeah, it's just, like, right there. It says Who pending. Who do you bank with? Uh, Delta Community <laughs> Credit Union. I would say I would have to call them and cuss them out. Because don't show me money I don't <laughs> have. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. a big fact. Don't this you ever. Respectful. Don't you ever. Yeah. That's like Amazon. Don't you don't tell me about the $100. Do not tell me about the $100. Just give it to me one day. The joke is is it's supposed to be 3, but you're not you're going to see like maybe 220 of it by the time taxes. Yeah, shit for real. Done. It's just like man, no, you, you know during like that whole during the summer when they were trying to pass coronavirus relief and they mm-hmm. passed that Heroes Act and that Heroes Act would have given us a $13 an hour raise to the end of the year, up to like $25,000. I was like, the fuck? Okay, and it passed the House. I was like, no fucking way. Is this actually going to happen? Yeah, and then it got to the Senate, just squashed immediately. Bitch McConnell, though. Yeah. Yeah. And like, there's no, not even like an iota of thought about a central worker stimulus of any sort. Right fuck. now, it's like we're too busy giving money to like Zimbabwe or something, <laughs> or just some fucking irrelevant corporation. No, yeah, it's just like, like Kanye West got like fifty million dollars out of this out of the coronavirus stimulus checks. Like, what? What? How is this? How does this make any sense at all? None. It makes it, absolutely no yeah, sense. It's just like it's so not even worth keeping up with anymore. No, it, it's it, not. It's, it's just, really stressful. Yeah. Honestly, like after a while, I just have to turn that shit off because yeah. I'm ready to fight. And it's just like regular day hardworking people like driving down the street in a Porsche or some shit. And I'm like, yo, whatever, fuck you. Yeah. And you. I mean, they could be the nicest people on the planet, but right. they're still getting a good old fuck you. Yeah. Because they yeah. probably got a cut of the pie somewhere right. for that shit. And I'm just like, bro, what are you saying to me right now? Yeah. That little bit of extra money would have been great to help pay off these student loans that y'all are going to be up my ass about for real. until they lay my ass in the dirt. Yeah. But what? Yeah, nothing. What's the point? I don't know. It's really, and it's so hard to be in a place where they're just like about customer service, like especially at Whole Foods, where the culture is all about customer service Mm -hmm. and shit. Just like, yo, like you're not really doing much for us, for us to do this extra work. Yeah, it's like we all tried our best. Like, do you remember those first couple weeks of the pandemic? It was just fucking chaos in there. Like, it was was stressful. Yeah, I I literally remember thinking every day, it's like, am I gonna die? Like, in the next couple of weeks, like, am I just going to go to work and just get a disease and die? Yeah. Is that really going to happen? For, like, weeks, just every day, it was like, all right, this could be it. This could be the last one. And then just, like, mm. and then they're telling us, like, ask people to, like, put their masks on, right? 
And then, like, somebody in my department, like, did that. And, like, asked somebody to put their mask on. They complained. And the person in my department got in trouble. Fuck I was like, I was like, what? So now I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm not telling anyone anything. Oh, like, no. Yeah, it's like, it's not my space. Absolutely like, not. It's yeah, not, yeah. not about to get caught in this little shenanigans here. Y'all don't here. pay me enough to be confronting people like that. Yeah, no, because I need y'all to understand you're going to fire me when I cuss them the fuck out. Right. Like, it's <laughs> because a, that's where I'm going This is going to end yeah. bad yeah. for a lot of these things. Absolutely. It's like this lady, um, I was, because you know, of course, like I said, I'm a midget, pretty much, damn near. <laughs> um, so the shelves, the whole body, the top few shelves, I have to use step stool. There's no choice. Mm-hmm. So I left the step stool up so I could go around to the desk to grab something, and I come back around the corner, and there's this lady, on a regular, it. on the step stool. I was like, hey man, if there's anything I can get for you, you know, I'd love to do that, but I need you to get down off that step stool. Yeah. I can't have you on it. Right. Well, maybe you shouldn't have it out if I can't use it. <laughs> 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 Like, pardon me. Okay. Be clear. Right. Okay. Yeah. You would Let's, not um, fucking talk to me like that right. if I didn't have this uniform on. For real. Because you would have gotten all the smoke you were looking for. I'm yeah. one of those people. Like, if I'm out at a restaurant or like I'm somewhere where somebody else is giving customer service mm-hmm. and somebody abuses that, yeah, I'm 100% gonna be the person that's gonna say something. Yeah. Y'all are gonna be mad as hell at me because I'm going to shake the table in this motherfucker <laughs> because I don't believe in that. Yeah. That shit's just not cool. Like, well, that whole like the whole idea of tipping at a restaurant mm-hmm. is just so weird. Like, what are you going to a restaurant for? Like, are you going to eat? Or you're going to be served like it, it seems like to me going to a restaurant is because like i like their food and mm-hmm. i don't eat their food i don't give a fuck about the service like right. bring me the stuff get me a refill that's it yeah but it's like some people go to restaurants to be served mm-hmm. and i'm like that's weird yeah i was talking to i used to work at a, a cardiology clinic mm-hmm. and there was this nurse there and she was like kind of karen yeah. You know, it's like I liked her, but she definitely had that tendency. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about there's this Korean barbecue restaurant in town Yum. where, like, you the, that sounds so good. Oh, okay. it's really good. Korean and it's barbecue? like they have the little grill in the middle of the table, yes. so then, like, you get like your raw meats and you just cook it and do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was telling her about it, she was like, Well, if I wanted to cook, I would just stay home. It's like, I want to be served. I was like, it's like, but that's it's fun though. It's an experience. Yeah, girl. I was like, like, it's like, well, they clean up after you, so that's nice. But it's like, but the, the whole, <laughs> do you have a grill in the middle of your table and all this delicious Korean barbecue food? And it's like, no, no, no. you don't. Like, what are you? Why are you going to a restaurant to be served? Like, what is what what tickles your fancy so much Listen. that you're just like, I, I can't mean, wait. For it's s- not even like good service. It'd be one yeah. thing if like we're really actually like serving me. Like, yeah, like I said, fine dining. Like, I've, fine dining. Mm-hmm. That's why Whole Food doesn't bother me as much because I've worked in fine dining. The place that I used to work at was mm-hmm. very very big. Like, we have a whole like system of service. Like, yeah different steps and things and priorities they list all of that stuff like it's literally hanging up on the wall in mm-hmm. the server alley yeah. and they stand on that there's a complete culture um around like it's acquaintance weaver property yeah um which is in greensboro north carolina they own two hotels each one of those hotels has a restaurant attached to it mm-hmm. they have a standalone restaurant called lucky 32 it's like southern dining and then they have another lucky 32 in a city that's a maybe an hour 15 minutes down the road yeah so it's a very local place but it's a well-known place yeah when you have a certain level of 
like people in your restaurant of a certain caliber, I mm-hmm. get like Green Valley head. I could understand wanting a certain type of service. Yeah, I get yeah. that because that's what you're paying for. Right, it's expensive. Yeah, but I'm not going in fucking Chili's and being upset <laughs> right. at this little young ass bartender behind the bar because right. she didn't make my fucking margarita the way that I. It's just not that yeah. serious, bro. Yeah, you could have done that at the house. You don't exactly. have a fucking blender. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like you're right. at Applebee's cussing out the fucking bartender. Right. Girl, why are you cussing out this waitress at Applebee's? She's right. already right. got enough going on. Exactly. Like, yeah. It's wing night. She has a full section. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the Bud Light drafts are going for three dollars, and Dale and them have been running her to fucking death in the corner right. getting refills on beers. Like, yeah. what? Are you, what's the point? Right. Why would you even want to bring that type of energy to somebody? Yeah. You have to be miserable, and that's what I say about people like that. You then, have to be miserable. Right. Because, like, those people are tethered to you for their income. It's like, they have no other choice. Mm-hmm. It's such a silly just setup in general. It's like, yeah. why are we working for tips? Like, what kind of weird dystopian well, shit is like, that? It's weird to me because, like, we're tipping them because they're doing us a service, right? Yeah. Well, so am I ringing up these hundred fucking groceries for this bitch behind this counter. Yeah. Why am I not, yeah. why am I not getting tipped? Right. But the thing, what I will say is I feel like Grocery culture is not going to be the same as restaurant culture. And people are a lot more particular about their food, mm-hmm. like, that you serve them. You didn't have to fucking cook mm-hmm. the shit. People sure. are a lot more particular and needy about stuff like that. Yeah. Than they would be with groceries. Yeah. Which is weird to me, because you should be just as fucking particular with your groceries. Right. But I yeah, mean, but they're not, they're not consuming them on the instant, you know, like, mm-hmm. food. Yeah. Like, you're eating it right there right. as soon as it's prepared. So, like, you have an expectation from the jump mm-hmm. because you're expecting it at this very fucking moment. Right. But also, why, like, make it a tip thing? Why not just pay them an hourly wage and then, like, and then it, you don't even have to have, like, your own server. It's just mm-hmm. whoever's closest to you, like, hey, can I get this? And right. then it's like, boom, done. Well, see, that's the way Green Valley works. And that's really? why our systems of service are so effective mm-hmm. because I was taught that, yeah, you do have this four table section or, yeah, you do have this party, but every table that can touch your table is your table too. Mm-hmm. You're running around the restaurant, you're running, you're constantly running food for, or drinks for other people. Yeah. Because there's a sense of urgency that's associated with that. Yeah. And I feel like you're not going to get that everywhere. But that's also why I feel like it's justified in tipping. Yeah, yeah. We're serving $500, $600 bottles of wine. You right. Know, of a 25-year-old wine. I have to bust that open, serve it at the table, and serve it properly. Yeah. Tip me for that. But I'm really, like, hourly wage should be for people like Applebee's or yeah. Old Charlie's. Like, if it's under a certain price point. Right. Yes. Yeah, right? Put a button on the table when you need something. Press the damn button. Whoever's closest to you will come and just help you, and then mm-hmm. that's it. And just shut the fuck up. Right. Get you whatever you, you need. A refill button. Like that's mm-hmm. it. And then, but no, it's like we want to like harass these seventeen-year-old like single moms right. for whatever reason it mm-hmm. is. Your six diet coke of the night. Like, right. Yeah. Chill out. You better mm-hmm. be at a really nice restaurant to have that high of expectation. Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. People have like, high expectations for shit like that at Waffle House because I've worked there too. And it's I fucking would, Waffle House. I wouldn't That's <laughs> wild. You'd no so offense, but I, w- I have no expectation from this woman with no teeth. Like, like, I have no uh, expectation. Yeah, right? I have none. 
not a single expectation. That's what makes shit. it so delicious too, because your your expectations are so low. So low. And then you get a waffle and some bacon and some hash browns. And you're the like, shit wow, is fire. Saying you. And nine times yeah. out of ten, it came like the, the dude cooking on the grill. I always say this, and people think I'm joking, but I want my waffle house cook to have a felony or two up under yeah, uh, right? like, I need I need him yeah. to have been through some things. Right. You know? And I know that my all star is gonna taste like exactly. Gold. <laughs> right. Yeah. For we sure. don't need Michelin stars. We need Grand no. Theft Auto felony stars yeah, on this bitch. That is what I need. Right. That's yeah. what I I want from my Waffle House cook every time. Man, have y'all been to Mittens at 760? It's Mm-mm. like down on uh, North Limestone. Oh, it's this tiny little brunch place. It's amazing. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just order. You sit down. There's like four tables max, and like really small, tiny place. But the food's delicious. Mm-hmm. And the lady that brings out the food this big black lady she got triceps just like mm-hmm. for days and you're like this is about to be delicious yeah, you're yeah. like fuck yeah Goals. she comes out just like the warmest smile and you're just like oh, yeah. slams down some like skillet hash or something and it is fire and you just know, really it's a, you just know that it's like this small and it's only one other lady working the cash register and then the lady mm-hmm. cooking and that's it and it's like every time i go there fire just consistently very like homey and like I don't feel like obliged to tip, but I do because I'm like, this is great. Wherever this money goes, like, please keep doing it. Right? Yeah. yeah. No, but that's what I want for myself. Like, yeah. I don't want like a huge like chain of restaurants or yeah. anything, or like, oh, I have a big a restaurant in all these big cities. No, like I want to be able to offer people an experience. Yeah. And that's hard. Yeah, for real. That's difficult. It's really hard. Consistency, too. Like, some of those places like that have regulars. People that come mm-hmm. in there every day. Yeah. We got regulars. And we got... <sighs> <laughs> yeah, for real. It's weird how many people you see coming to Whole Foods every day. Every day. Yeah. And I'm buy so something. You, every they day. buy something every goddamn day. Yeah. Just, like, how do y'all... Like, do, do y'all's bank account does not change? Like, do y'all not lose money every day? Right? It replenishes. It's like, damn, I, I just spent two hundred dollars at Whole Foods for some shit I could have paid sixty bucks for at Kroger, but I'll be back here tomorrow to buy the same right, shit over right. again. <laughs> I'm came in for one thing, but look at me now. <laughs> yeah. Who does that? <laughs> at Whole Foods, like Target, okay. They have <laughs> right. clothes, but girl, you came in here for a fucking tomato. Why you got a whole cart full Why of Why you got yeah. crackers and right. bread it's a and meal all this here. Yeah. <laughs> Did you not come with a lid? Right, yeah, it's like cheese you is 50% did not, off. You did not come for just tomatoes because right. you got way more than goddamn tomatoes in that cart. You're just looking for the blue signs. Just like, <laughs> what's blue? I'm here to buy it. Like, I know blue. the tomatoes are in produce. Why do you got cookies from bakery over here? Oh, girl, like, and these I know are that opposite sides of the store. It wasn't cross merged either. Sis, I know. <laughs> like, I know. You walked. You walked over there. Yeah. There's no excuse. And those people always wander into the whole body section. Yeah. With six million questions about some shit that they're not gonna buy. Yeah. For real, I feel like I hear people ask questions in whole body. Just like, oh, you know, I got some joint pain. I got a like patella tendon surgery. What should I take? Bro. Like, what the fuck? Like, what are you? Just, what are you asking this Whole Foods employee? You need to take your right. ass to a doctor's yeah, office. Yeah, for real. And they'd be looking at me crazy when I say that. I'm yeah. like, well, actually, your primary care physician should right. be able to answer that for you. But I can't tell you why your right. fucking lungs have been rattling the exactly. last six weeks, lady. I don't know. Can you see this rash? You know, you got anything for this rash? Like, what? People do shit like. 
right. people do shit like that. We in a damn Absolutely pandemic, not. and you're over here like, can you see that? Is there something like, what the right. fuck am I supposed to be able to do? <laughs> it's like, like, actually, that looks like a case of, like, a bitch, yeah. no, I don't that'd know. Be the, that'd be the last day I work in whole body. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely not. Right. Get, get these scabs away from me. Get <laughs> For real. Get all this away from me. Mm-mm. Gotta look at somebody's bunions. And look, do you need Advil or not? Like, do you need ibuprofen or what? Because like, that's all I got for you. I can't do <laughs> nothing else for you. I got some go. vitamin C. That's it. Vitamin D. Whatever it. you want, but, but bro. But where is it from? You just walk past the produce section, sis. So what the fuck are you saying to me? You just right. walk like all of this food in here is put into a pill, and so you can just take it <laughs> right. instead of eating a balanced diet like right. you're supposed right. to do anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so. like, don't eat vegetables. Just take this. You're good. And that's, that's the problem. That kind of stuff just like freaks me out. There's people that come in with like, you ever heard of Arbon? That like pyramid scheme, oh whatever. My God, like the scammers of all scammers. Yeah. The essential oil is it the oil people? It's or is it? A it might be one? a combination of that yeah. as well. Because it's like you see like like our aged white women mm-hmm. like get in on this and try to sell the protein shakes and the fizzy drinks and all this shit. But people come in mm-hmm. with like these lists. Of just like what they can and can't eat and trying to be healthy and stuff there were these two ladies that came in and they were like looking for something i was like i got some time i'll help you out and like they showed me this list of stuff and i'm just like okay cool so you can eat like processed foods it's good you can't do this that you can only grass-fed beef i was like okay sure why not and then i look in their cart and it's all just like fucking like chickpea chips and like you know whatever this made into an unhealthy snack just right. like vegetable version of you know kale something uh-huh. so like that was bullshit i'm just like what are you doing like <laughs> what are you just lying to yourself right now like, like don't yeah. you, so just because you, you replace your potato chips with kale chips does not mean you're about to be like this, real like a healthy skinny bitch like, like yeah that's not how this works uh, at all what? yeah and the lady was like my my husband's a, had, had heart disease he had a heart attack and now we just want to turn everything around in 30 days with arbon i'm just like you have like 54 years of bad <laughs> habits and you think you're gonna reverse this? Some days. bullshit hundred twenty dollars oh pyramid scheme that you bought into that sent you some protein shakes and some motivational videos. Like, get the fuck out of here. Bro. Go buy yourself some vegetables. Get off this shit. You know what to do. Cause I told them I was like, uh, you got any vegetables in here? And the lady was like, oh, those things. I'm like, see, those bitch, <laughs> you know. I was Not like, those I things. was like, you know what to do. You know it. You just don't want to. That's Bro. all it is. It's just like it's in there. Everyone knows. Y'all. How do you stay healthy? eat vegetables exercise don't overeat yada yada it's simple it's literally eat less eat healthier and exercise yeah and it's not even necessarily eat less because everybody has different diets like what i tell people yeah it's like your body is a walking fucking science experiment okay Mm -hmm. you know what some reactions are gonna like how that's gonna happen it's gonna be different yeah of course but what you really have to do is make it a point to figure out what works for you and actually stick to it but at the end of the day there are some things that you just have to have there and that includes you know having a good um what am i trying to say here having a good variety of what you're eating yeah like a balanced diet is key right key don't get me started. And the food pyramid is wrong. Don't, don't get me started. Do not look food at pyramid is whack. Bro, people right? be looking at me like I'm a fucking alien when I say that shit to them. And yeah. they're like, oh, you're so nice. Aren't you supposed to flip it upside down, actually? And like, that's the actual yeah. like ratios you're yeah. supposed to have? supposed <laughs> to have like a lot less meat and like... That's the thing. I think... Yeah, they straight up put dairy in the food pyramid. It's like, <laughs> right? It's like, you gotta drink milk. 
it's like, it's like yeah that wasn't a product of very, lobbying at all for sure it's very Literally. so bad yeah all of it's a conspiracy mm-hmm. to keep americans unhealthy there are a couple of different components to me that add to that including our constant need for like instant gratification as americans like we yeah. want everything in five ten minutes mm-hmm. 30 we wear everything in 30 days they want to lose 50 pounds in 30 days. Right. Immediately. Yeah. And it's like, bitch, it's not how this you works. Just wanna, you just want to change your life. Mm-hmm. All the years of Overnight. bad habits. Yeah. Eating Oreos at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. And you think you're going to change that? Like, so you just spend 100 yeah. bucks on some Cause shit. Because she, she drinks like, a bottle of water a day now. <laughs> right. She thinks she's just going to change Man. her life around. People that like don't like water, that that's fucking... Mind-boggling. I'm just like, what do you... What, I understand. How are you alive? that some of that comes from a lack of real life education yeah and we don't discuss that enough either the lack of access and education that's centered around food that's like, true why is the only damn applebee's left in town literally five minutes away from my house yeah you know yeah like yeah. why is whole foods a 25 30 minute drive for me mm-hmm. what if i didn't have a car yeah you know, and people don't people don't like to talk about that type of conversation. You know, we don't want to have yeah. that discussion, and we also don't eat within season anymore either. You know, yeah. I can go over to damn Whole Foods and buy some foreign organic fucking fruit that I've yeah. never fucking had in my life, right. but I won't go down the street to the farmers market and support yeah. my neighbor yeah. who's growing things that's actually right. sustainable. It's like in the environment, it's like middle and in season and not right and delicious. I, all the additives that make it grow in that wrong season and shit. Some people are just in December. It's like you know what I want. I want a fucking star fruit. Bro, like, you douchebag, get the fuck tomatoes. out of here. Like, like yeah, where right. the fuck do y'all think these damn tomatoes are growing at in the middle of the fucking winter? Right. They have to be shipped from somewhere, right? Yeah. You have to understand, high. like, or a hot house. Yeah. One of that's not the same too. thing. It's not the same. It's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. And you can taste the difference. Once you really take the time to cut sugar and bullshit out of your diet and simplify everything, mm-hmm. you really start to taste and experience food. Well, I think that's a big part of why, like, American kids don't like vegetables. It's because, mm-hmm. like, I mean, have you eaten a tomato from Kroger? Like, a lot of them are just, like, garbage. They're, Gross. like, sour. A lot of vegetables mm-hmm. just don't taste good. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's, like, of course kids don't like that. These are yeah. shitty vegetables. It's, like, if you, yeah. <laughs> right? It's just, like, it's not that they don't like vegetables. It's just that they're bad. And yeah. if, you, if you have, like, a good tomato, just, like, bite into it and it's sweet, like, you, it'll change your life because you're, like, wow. Oh, this is what vegetable tastes mm-hmm. like? It's, like, okay, that's great. But, yeah, there's just a complete lack of, like, good-tasting vegetables mm-hmm. in this country. And yeah. it's all just watery, like, and just, our, uh, like, huge. Public school food is terrible. Trash. Absolutely yeah. awful. But the pizza and Chick-fil-A, the fake Chick-fil-A stand is booming every day. Like, somewhere yeah. I had a salad bar, if I'm not mistaken. We were pretty sure we had a salad bar. But I was eating Club Deluxe every single fucking <laughs> right. day. Yeah, because Hen- it was available. Henry Clay, we had like Papa John's and like a pizza line or something. Yeah, yeah. that shit was popping. People buying pizza for two dollars a slice, like damn. Highway robbery. Right? Don't Highway know. robbery, but I was definitely paying for. Oh, my mother definitely was, adding that lunch money. Look, not me. <laughs> Monique was adding that lunch money to my account on a yeah. regular basis, but I was spending it on bullshit because I didn't know any better. Lunch money. That's a I weird was one. Literally spending so much money on hey. school lunch. It's just for a slice mm-hmm. of pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They really haven't thinking I was living life by buying a slice of fucking pizza. Right. And a Gatorade. Yeah. Gatorade. Right. Like, I mean, I got might as well be, like, in California living. at some great high yeah. school that, like, Honey. you can leave during lunch and shit. Like, I'm not going to be living the best life Same over a one slice of pizza. Like, <laughs> yeah, I really, real. like... Two dollars. Yeah. Even. 
Yeah. Yeah. Pack right. leftovers. They don't even that. They don't even ask for tax because they know they're fucking you. They're just like, yeah, <laughs> that's for yeah. Yeah. We just bought fifty pizzas for like two hundred dollars. And it's like in yeah. my school, I like Little Caesars. I know this whole pizza was five goddamn dollars. Why are y'all charging me two dollars right. for one of the fucking slices? And they stop letting you leave campus to go get food. Right. Like this is a finesse. And yeah. Y'all finessing me. Y'all yeah. for real trapped me. Y'all like, trapped what? me. Right. These are like those coal mining towns where like you have to live in the town and yeah. buy groceries from that town yeah. and get paid by that town, but yeah. it all just circulates. This, this is fucking highway robbery in this. I don't know why. East Kentucky uh, vibes. I don't like it. Growing up, I hated packing my lunch. I think this is I was just lazy. I didn't yep. want to like, carry my shit around all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm so much more just like if I do have kids, I want to have kids or whatever. But they will 100% have packed lunches every day. Yeah. Probably they're gonna prefer <laughs> packed lunches. Yeah. Honestly, like, easily. You gonna eat that shit versus my food? Right. <laughs> Cold just, day in hell. That's how my mom was. My mom <laughs> mm-hmm. never missed a day missing my like great because she hated school lunch so much. It's so bad. It is horrible. It's so bad. And it, it costs be. so much more money probably in the long for run for my parent for your parents. Like my mom would spend like twenty dollars a week because I'm getting pizza every day plus mm-hmm. a, plus a Gatorade plus Bro, a little ice cream sandwich 20. at the end yeah. of it. Like, so you're running through forty dollars a week. A week at easily. public school. Public for school. Lunch. Right, even like the shitty lunch that's not that special shit that you buy. It's like you're paying an extra 50 cents for chocolate milk. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. What is this? This prison it's food. It's like, can I get extra fries? <laughs> no. It's going to be $2 for extra fries. What? And it's like, bitch, like, I'm, huh? I'm a senior. I'm a growing boy. I need fucking <laughs> right. food. I need like, calories, <laughs> please. You know yeah, no. real convicts are eating the same shit, and like kids First of all, have to pay for are it. Eating way better than us. I swear, <laughs> convicts are eating way better than us. Oh my it's god, it's so silly. See, I'm happy that I didn't like grow up in DoorDash, like in high school, because um, my teachers have been mad as fucking me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm eating Chipotle, y'all. Can okay. my ass. <laughs> right. I'm getting my burrito bowl. Sorry, <laughs> won't be eating that slop that y'all are serving those kids downstairs. Did y'all go to high school in Lexington? Mm-hmm. Tate's Creek. Yeah. That's right, you Tate's Green and Dunbar. Mm-hmm. Nice. Dunbar and Least Town. Wait, Least Town for middle school. That shit was probably the worst experience in my life. I, and <laughs> I don't talk about it enough, I feel like. I went to Shadow at Least Town for a little bit. For like Sheesh. the band directors and stuff. And mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this is rough. Yep. Like, this is rough. There was like a sixth grader that was bigger than me. Yep. And I'm like, bro, are you like 30? Like, I'm what is going on? You. He had a football jersey it's on. Little, I was like, they, they cannot let you put, it's like they put HGH in this kid. I look at these high the schoolers these days. I'm like, how y'all look so grown? It's the extra hormones, bro. Yeah. It's in the food. It's a part no, of the conspiracy theory like, I was saying, y'all. Girls look 20 years old grown by yeah. the time they're in like ninth grade grown as hell they look so grown yeah. it's crazy nope. it's a fucking like, trap it's also I feel face like, b yeah, like no. it's <laughs> crazy to me uh-uh, it's no. wild to me because i was ugly in high school okay i was so peeled <laughs> i was so peeled like i was not i was no. like y'all don't have an ugly stage anymore <laughs> did what y'all right what's going on what like, Where could I have done that? Can I get some acne? I need, something. You know, right. I need something. You need some something. adversity. Please, please. <laughs> please. Build some can, character. Can I get, like, a plain <laughs> Jane girl? Like, get a swirl yeah, or something. Y'all got y'all's hair something. done. Right. Face, it's just nails like, long. Nails long. Own. For real. Like, girl, I'm a grown-ass woman going, and I ain't got all that going on. You were going to third block. <laughs> Like, yeah, right. where are you going with this? With a full set on. With a full set. Like, where are you going? You're going to math class, right? You're going to do Girl. equations. 
You're going to break a nail trying to do some math problems. <laughs> mom would have fried me. You know what? I take that back. My mother had no problem getting like my nails and stuff done and doing things like that. But I had to handle my business. Oh, yeah. Grades mm. first. Grades what? first. Yeah. I wish I would come home with shitty grades asking my mom, can I make a nail appointment? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Girl, you better go right. be your room and do that shit yourself. Right. I'm not saying no. Yeah, better real. get on YouTube real quick. Learn that shit. <laughs> right. You know what we're going to do? You're going to save your money and get your nail drilled. Because you're not going to go to the nail salon on my funds. Hey, that's how, like that's that. how you make artists, though. That's how, you, that's how people become nail techs. Mm-hmm. And True. Somebody like got to have it. Somebody me. Yeah. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah, high school was crazy. I, I had a good time stuff. in high school, to be honest. I talk about that a lot on this podcast. It's like I had a great time. I was just, I was everywhere. I was a part of everything. Everyone mm-hmm. liked me. I liked everyone. <laughs> I was a big shithead. It was just like, it was just fun. Yeah. I just like got along with everyone. It was yeah. a great time. And like everyone else I talked to out here is just like high school's miserable time in their lives. I was like, ninety <laughs> percent of kids, like, yeah. high school yeah. is not fun. Right, that sucks. I'm but sorry. for the other ten percent, I think it's like amazing. They're like, it's like the best time of my life. It's in between. <laughs> so many like... parties, so many friends. Yeah, no, no see, I didn't do like, a whole bunch yeah. of like partying and stuff. But I mean, when I did, it was like club bananas, and I don't even. That's a whole different. Uh-huh. <laughs> did y'all go to club bananas ever? What did is that? Else do that? What we what have like club a bananas? teen club here huh. in lexington it's like over off of winchester road so that should tell you mm-hmm. yeah like anybody that knows that tells me everything about yeah, it. A, yeah. hole in the wall okay right. it's like in some old strip mall where they probably like, put like some church as- yeah <laughs> 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 it's right. a motherfucker but it was a good time yeah, yeah. i mean always yeah yeah no it was it was a damn good time like phone parties and stuff like that shit was cool yeah so i liked high school but it was sometimes where i'm like you know what I cannot wait to get the fuck away from yeah. this shit. <laughs> I was just always busy. Like, I was mm-hmm. always doing something. I was always, like, there early for jazz band and then, like, staying late for some other band thing or, like, mm-hmm. lacrosse. I was just, like, always there and doing yeah. stuff. So, in the one semester I didn't have anything and I just, like, went to school and went home, I was so depressed. Yeah. I was like, this sucks. Like, right. I need something. I need something to do or else I'm just going to sit here and sulk mm-hmm. for the rest of my days. So Like most teens. Yeah, yeah, I can't imagine, like, what it's, because even though I was out from, like, 7 to 7 every day, yeah. just exhausted at the end of the day, I was like, I still did that somehow. Mm-hmm. I think about that, I'm like, oh my, that stresses me out, I can't do that. I would die. Right? I can hardly, like, go to bed at the right time anymore. I like, was that person. Right? I was, yeah. I was, like, a Girl Scout along with, like, the AP classes. Like, so I was... I had enough going on. Right. So where I was like, you know what? Like and then I had the nerves of like, okay, well, I'm not an athletic person. Realized that about myself pretty early on. So I'm like, you know what, I'll be the manager or something. Yeah. So then I was the manager of the basketball team. And it was just like a whole Nice. Like ongoing thing of shit for me to fucking do. Yeah. But that's why I liked high school. That's why you, that's what you need. Mm-hmm. And like that's the hard part about adulthood is like you still need that like yeah. you still yeah, need things to do. do outside of just like the work. eight hours of work and eight yeah, hours of sleep that you do sure. mm-hmm. but like it's so much harder to find those things mm-hmm. for and like yeah i mean like what so. do you even do because like when you're young it's fun you just like go and try it see what happens right Fuck it. and right. If, it, if it doesn't <laughs> work out As an adult, like, you're like, that's can, it like adults thought it's like can it bring you money can it right can, monetize it, can it do can it can it <laughs> Can it bring me, like, can I feel fulfilled doing 20 minutes of whatever this is? Yeah. Because as soon as you don't feel fulfilled as an adult, you're like, well, that was just that yeah, was fucking Yeah, that waste. was garbage. Like, right. why would I ever do that again? 
my but yeah, God. like you're right. Like as a kid, you just don't have the responsibilities of other things in life, so you're just like, yeah, why not? You yeah, know? yeah, you're just like, fuck it. It's on my mom's even dollar. Though, even though, like, I'm doing nothing with my time and I'm, I'm on TikTok for an hour, <laughs> I'm like, I'm still hesitant, hesitant to do anything because I'm like, is it worth my time? Right. Even though I'm literally like, not doing anything. What is your time, time worth? Yeah. Though, right? Like, That's, like, the, the ultimate question. And it's just like, uh, but yeah, it's like, you've got to find something, you know? Oh, you have That's to. what's scary about at workplaces like Whole Foods. And I think service industry has the same problem where it's mm-hmm. like you get to like be such a like a community, such a family mm-hmm. that like outside of work, you're also hanging out with those people yep. and going yeah. out and doing all this stuff, mm-hmm. yeah, which is like, like <laughs> I mean, yeah, here we are, here we are <laughs> right? Here we are just right. doing this. And like, it's like good, but it's also like entrenches you further into that job. Like mm-hmm. yeah. it's like cements you further in yeah. and it's harder to get out after that. Yeah. And like the service industry I think is really bad with it because everyone, you know, gets a bunch of money, gets out at eleven PM, goes and gets fucked up, drinks, whatever, hangs out, has a great time. Next day go back to work and it's just like Excuse me, can you not discuss my business on your podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Literally my life. Yo, I was good for keeping like a serving job or two and being in college. Yeah. Y'all but I mean, I, I'm saying that like that that happens in workplaces like these, mm-hmm. where it's like it can be a culture and it can like take more out of your life than you oh, intended to. Um, yeah, it definitely will. Since I started working here, it's like all I do is work and hang out with people from work. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> like right, and I'm like there's nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. Right, but it's no, like, not at all. but there there comes a time where you sit there and you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, right. For and sure. you think about your time and how you're using it. You're like, yeah. Is this right? Like, is this right? It's comfortable for sure, and I you, we could do this forever, right? I right. could work yeah. at Whole Foods forever and like die, mm-hmm. and like there'd be nothing wrong with that. You'll have and that's exactly care. what's wrong with it, yeah. right? It's like there's nothing wrong <laughs> yeah. with doing that. And that's right. what's wrong with it is that there's no pressure to like grow or get better, or, like get out of it, do something else. It's like you could totally feasibly just be here. It's we all set up for you. Yeah, that's the thing, like. Like, we always, like, as, like, humans, we're always, like, we need to do more. We need to do better. We need more money. We need bigger house. We need a better lifestyle and all that. But, like, what truly is wrong with working at Whole Foods the rest of our lives? Yeah. That, nothing at like, all. Like, there's nothing at all. Right. But mm-hmm. every day, like, Only- for, I know, like, for me, like, every day I'm, like, wow, like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. And I really, like, in my eyes, I should not be asking myself that question because, mm-hmm. like, I'm find where yeah. i'm at in life but like every day i'm like i should be doing something else to further and go be better and do more and just like i never can just sit down for a day and just be content with where i'm at in life you yeah know what? i think there is a different way to look at something like that though because i think a lot of the times when we have that conversation with ourselves mm-hmm. we're always like damn i could be doing more like you expect so much more of yourself but instead you're not saying okay well one i am working you know my bills are getting paid Mm-hmm. I may not be as productive as I would like to be with my time outside of work. Mm-hmm. How do I change that? And I think quarantine was the excellent, like, excellent chance to be able to kind of silence the rest of the noise outside of your necessities. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay, well, now I have the time. Right. Okay, like, I yeah. don't have anywhere no else to really be. Right. Like, if I hang out with people, it's like very few people. And mm-hmm. not for long. And not for long. Yeah. Like, I'm going to keep it cute, but then I can really focus on what it is that makes me happy and really makes me tick yeah so that's i mean that's what i've been trying to do all quarantine and i've been encouraging everybody to do the same like, it's hard so you've though been yeah. cooking. honey hello 
Like, this food science degree is cute, but I'm going to go to culinary school. Yeah. You know? Everybody says it's not necessary, but I, the type of person that I am, I still like good, like, fundamental training. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't mind varying from the blueprint, but Mm -hmm. I still need the blueprint. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, from my own knowledge. Right. do I plan on making bechamel for every day for the rest of my life? No. Yeah. But do I need to make sure I know how to do it? And yeah. I want to do it from scratch. I don't like instant shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, I literally, even bread baking. Like, people have been looking at me crazy because I've been making, like, challah and shit. But if I can avoid buying store-bought shit, yeah. I'm going to try. Absolutely. Yeah, if I can make that shit at the house, I'm going to make it at the house. Right. And it's going to cost me a fraction of what the fuck you're paying for it going out to get it from some restaurant. Yeah. Or the Whole yeah. Foods. Like, Whole Foods. You can make triple the amount <laughs> for, like, half the Fraction. price. Yeah. yeah like, the biggest problem that I have at this point is food waste, mm-hmm. I feel like. But even then, like, with me and my parents, we get through quite a bit of it. And we'll take something like my grandmother and my aunt. Yeah. But I think it's something that everybody should definitely be doing and continue to do that even when quarantine goes away. Like, I feel like we get so caught up in the outside bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Then when we finally get those few moments alone, we're just like, damn, what have I really, what have I done with my day? Right. Have I done something to make myself proud? Have I done something to make myself, you know, Mm -hmm. feel better about my craft? Did you practice today? That's what we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, My best friend Pinky, or Juwan, he's in a band. Juwan. Juwan, yeah, Juwan mm-hmm. Clay. He's in a band, Down to Mars and Package, producing a kind generation. And he's a musician. Yeah. Really what does he play, guy. by the way? He plays a guitar. Um, I'm sure he probably does a little work on the keys. I like, learn he does everything. So bad. Pinky is the person to talk to. I'll have to connect well, you like, to him. Yeah. Yeah. He teaches people okay. how to play instruments, yeah. Like kids and stuff most of the time, but he's really patient. Like, he has that mm-hmm. personality. For yeah. It, you know? Yeah. Like the sensei That's what vibes. I need. I need, yeah. I need right. patience. <laughs> yeah. Don't. No. I'm not, yeah, just be patient with me, please. <laughs> and I think that everybody practice. Like, well, and, you uh, need something to practice. Is really It can be anything, but yeah, like, it I should agree. be something. You need something to yeah. focus on for at least like an hour a day. For you. Yeah. For nobody else outside nobody of yourself. Else except yeah. for yourself. I don't care yeah. if it's like your self-care routine. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's like, okay, I want to get better at making soup. Right, yeah. Make anything. Some, anything. Yeah. Right. Exercise, skincare, cook. I'm trying to tell yeah. you, I've, I've done all of I've done all of the color, color, <laughs> right? Yeah, anything for all real. of that. Like lost fifty yeah. pounds. Like I've yeah. been cooking at home. I need, <laughs> like I need to gain weight. I think it exercise is a good place to start. I'm where yeah. you're at. I need to gain weight. Like I'm just like. How much do you weigh, Paris? I weigh one hundred seventy pounds. Right, I wish. <laughs> I'm outweighing both y'all. <laughs> yeah, but I, it's just like <laughs> I've wore the same since high school though. So. I have too. Well, I actually, I was I was lighter than this. I was one fifty five going into college. I was lanky, just yeah. like s- skin and bones. And then I started working out, put on some muscle. But like, mm-hmm. it feels good to do that. Just to be like, all right, I was there. Now I'm here. And it's just like, and it has nothing else to do with anybody else. It's like that was just me. That's yeah. just it. And mm-hmm. so that, like you said, like an hour a day. Give me anything, but there's got to be something to practice. Mm-hmm. Like reading is a good one. Yeah, I, I really good actually. I yeah. recently found out I am bad at reading. So like, most I'm people so are. Bad at reading. I'm so I'm bad so at it. Bad. Right? Most people are though. I'm yeah. a great listener, but I cannot read for shit. Right. And there's nothing. I mean, there's nothing like wrong with that, but you can get better. And I think it comes with reading something you're actually interested in. Yeah. Or if also, so like I've noticed that, and so I went ahead and 
any show I watch, I put on subtitles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because it's a natural read. And, like, mm-hmm. you, you mm-hmm. have to kind of force yourself to read something at some point. Right. I have to do that because I can't hear shit. No, okay. that too. Yeah. <laughs> that too. For sure. I'm like, hey. Huh, what? Turn it up. Like, no. Yeah. My some of those HBO shows are, like, whispering the whole time. Oh, yeah, they're, like, yeah, they're trying to be so dramatic with the scene. Right. I'm like, I can't hear it anything listen. speak the fuck up it's probably right. embarrassing how many times i've had to like rewatch parts of euphoria because oh. i'm like what mm. the fuck just happened yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't let me be high because for some reason i really no, can't hear real. what i'm right. like it's lucky that like i'm like i'm, I'm like kind of lonely like i don't watch shit with other people because like i rewind i talk to myself mm-hmm. i comment like i do everything as right. you should like, like yeah yeah it's your time Absolutely. Yeah. Right? it's for you bro what instrument would you want to learn if you were going to learn an instrument? Uh, so I just thought about it today, honestly. Uh, either piano or guitar. Yeah, one of those. I'm yeah. definitely putting you in touch with Pinky. He lives in Louisville, but his family is here in Lexington, mm. so he. Well, Louisville's not far though. Oh, listen, when I tell mm-hmm. you, he and has I people love drums, Louisville, so. singing. Like all of his friends are creatives, pretty much. So. Yeah, drums. I've always wanted to do drums, but I would only want to do. The snare drum? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to do, like, drumline type shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's about Drumline's it, badass. Um, my grandmother used it to play is. the piano. She was yeah. really good at it. So And she passed away, like, 10 years ago. So it's always been kind of something. Yeah. And she always wanted me to do it because I had long long fingers. Mm-hmm. She was like, be really good at it. So. Yeah. You know, it's a really interesting technique to, like, build a habit. This is, like, a Japanese thing that I did with piano for a while. It's, like, when you start, you just decide. It's, like, all right, I want to do this. I want to make this a habit. I want to do it every day. And the way you start is you do it one day, and you start, and you only do it for a minute. Like, literally time yourself. Just one minute, and that's it. And as soon as the minute stops, like, you're done. Don't fucking touch it. Go away. Fuck off. Next day, you come back, two minutes, and so on and so forth. Yeah. And, like, when I did that with piano, got all the way to 30 minutes. I was like, and what happens is that, like, when you stop yourself, you're like, oh, damn, like, that's all the time I, I, I want to do it more. more. Yeah. yeah, it's like I want to yeah. do more, mm-hmm. and then you get two minutes. You're like, oh, but it, and like, you're like put your anxiety like behind you instead of in front of you, and like yeah. pushes you. That's honestly the way like, it should be done. Cause like if you go in too hard with like a, too much of like a expectation, you know, yeah. like I need an hour a day. It's like you're gonna get burnt out pretty easily, quick. Like, yeah, it's gonna be like three days later, you be like, bro. I don't want to do another hour of fucking piano today. Yeah, like, exactly. It's so goddamn long. Because you actually don't have, like, the mental capacity to do it. No. That's what it is. It's no. like, people. we think that we can just do something because we were taught that you can do anything. So you can't do anything. I'm sorry. No, it's you like, really can't. You have maybe, like, five to ten things you could ever do in your life well. Everything else, sorry. You're going to be bad at it. You could, okay. you could practice at everything else, but yeah. you'll never be great at everything. Like, it's just, yeah, it's just not right. work that way. I and think it's, it's better to think that way anyway, to me, um, just is. from a self-appreciation standpoint and mm-hmm. understanding that you're not going to be great at everything. Right. And then also it gives you a chance to appreciate other people and their talent. Yeah, exactly. exactly. like, when I see people that can, like, like fashion's one of those things. Like, most mm-hmm. people will be like, oh, you know, you really push yourself. I'm one of the most unfashionable fucking people that you could possibly know. But, like, I have so many friends yeah. that are just like, damn, like, right. and they be putting Same. that shit on. Like, right. they're putting that, like, fly as hell. And I'm like, yeah. I really appreciate people who have an eye for stuff like that. Yeah. Because right. I do not. Yeah. Right. I can't look at a piece and be like, oh, well, that's made of this. And that costs this much. And they're the type of people that can look at some shit that I would think is, like, street clothes. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's actually, like, Rick, Rick Owens and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, right. That's Balenciaga. What? what? I'm like, right. huh? Yeah. My broke ass in here, like, blah, who? Right. I'm a Goodwill. Bella Khalees, like, huh? 
my mom does that shit with like with clothes with like the stitching because she's really good at sewing mm. and she'll just be like oh the stitching on this is wrong it's like i have no idea what that is but i'm gonna take your word for it because yeah. like honestly i, I can't yeah. see a stitch on there yeah so, like, like, honey, these stitching. tiny things like, they just stapled this together right yeah <laughs> What you mean stitching? What does that mean? Yeah, right? Explain that to me. But I appreciate that about people. Yeah, for it, it takes yeah. your ego out of it once you realize, like, hey, you're just not going to be good at some things. Just sorry. Yeah, I know. That's okay, because, like... It's fine. You gotta yeah. accept it, you know? Right. It's cool, bro. We can be me I'll never be. I'll never, I'll never be able to sing, but I can appreciate a phenomenal singer. Uh, oh, honey, because I will bust it down with oh. some karaoke in the car. <laughs> I took with myself. Oh, I will yes. fully Beyonce my car out, you know? <laughs> concert, Listen. concert, but... I can't sing for shit, so. I think I'm a bit more of like a rap person too. Like I'll yeah. go bar for bar with like some shit that I grew up listening to in the car. <laughs> but you put me on a karaoke stage and I don't have shit for you. I ain't got it. Right. Absolutely some people not. just have that. Though. Yeah. Like, some people have that performative, just like they want that, mm-hmm. just like spotlight. The Beyonces of the world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Must be nice. Yeah. You know, you know play a flute. Yeah. I used to play the flute. I um. In music school, they, or for saxophone, we had to learn flute and clarinet as well hmm. to like play in jazz band because we always mm-hmm. had to do doubles and whatnot. And clarinet's horrible. I hate clarinet. We'll never pick that up again. But flute's really nice because like you just keep it together. I can just pick that up and just like play it for like fifteen minutes and mm-hmm. just put it back down. Right. And yeah. I even think about it. It's just a shitty flute, but it's fun to play. And um, you make that, me want to pick mine back up again. It's fun, right? Yeah. Like it's just like uh, I love the look of people playing the flute. It's so elegant when they play. Yeah, bro. I mean, if you're, if you have your shit together, yeah. But you can also like a dumbass with that flute. Yeah, I've seen it happen. Right. That was me in middle school. at least town playing the flute. I when you first start, like you got to build shoulder muscle. Like you literally can't hold the damn thing. People don't get that. Right. Like, you're gonna be sitting here like this and <laughs> right. trying to read music like, and falling down. And it's all about breath shit. control too. A lot of people yeah. don't realize that. No, it's all breath control. That's all mm-hmm. that is. Yeah, because you can make a really good tone if you blow a lot of air, but you can make mm-hmm. a really good tone for like two seconds, and yeah. that's it. And then it's like, you can't be doing that. You got to figure out how to make that little aperture right. But I'm trying it, to tell you. Yeah, I mean, that's what I, it, that's what I think music, music and exercising for me are those two things that are like, everyone should just pick up just to do just because they're like easy starting points. Exercising yeah. is like one of those like, yeah, you just do it for yourself and that's it. In music, it's not as easy as a starting point, but like if you get it and you like start building that habit, you access so much more after that because mm-hmm. like you can easily. It's like oh, you know, piano, guitar is gonna be easier. You know, guitar, like bass is gonna be easier, and then you understand music. Like any instrument's gonna be easier after that. You can just like find it for yourself. But um, everybody wish, doesn't think like wish that. I could read music. Yeah, that's what. Everybody doesn't have like that same like capability like you have the left brain people and the right brain people mm-hmm. and some people who can put both together like i'm i'm one of those people that both works well for me like yeah. math and science i'm fucking great at yeah but like creative things as far as like cooking perfectly fine yeah but you asked me to pick up like a paintbrush or something right you beat like i can't do anything with that yeah. <laughs> like i can't help yeah, you for real everybody doesn't have the ability to like hone both though well, I think, yeah, it's just difficult because you have to, like, work through whatever side that you're kind of comfortable with. Because, like okay. you said earlier, you like to have, like, that fundamental structure of knowing what, like, how to, like, break it down to. That's a very left-brainy kind of thing, <laughs> yeah. right? Where it's just, right. like, you want that those parameters set for you so that you can work at that and go on. Some people are like, no, I need more freedom. I need to do things how I want it and, like, do get to the same point, right? Mm-hmm. But it's, like, you need to figure out, it's, like, which point are you at? Are you, like you need structure in that case like you need to seek out 
you know, teachers or like books or whatever it is to help you navigate that? Or are you one of those people that just needs to sit down and use the time and figure it out? Like yep. if that's the case, then just like do it, figure it out. Yeah, that's but, my problem is I just don't put enough time to things. Yeah, it like, gets discouraging because it's like, once again, like you said, you put expectation on yourself. You're yeah. like, I got to get good. It's like, I'm listening to this person. This person's great. I want to be like that. Mm-hmm. Two days later, you're like, I'm not good like, yet. So Fuck like, this right? shit. <laughs> Why don't I sound like John Coltrane? Yet? I'm going to do cocaine. It takes time. Like, I was one of the kids in high school where I would just make, like, noodles and shit. Like, I could barely boil water yeah. when I left home. And then you just seen that damn sushi roll I made. Like, it's, like, yeah. it's, it takes time. Yeah. No it kidding. takes time it takes and time a passion and to push yourself through your own bullshit. And, too. Not right. in, and don't put an expectation on yourself. Yeah. Do not. It's so it. hard though. It's it like, is. Hard. It's like. It's just human nature. Yeah. You know? It's like we all we all put ourselves on a certain pedestal. You all want to to look a certain way and be able to yeah give off that image, but. I mean, when you add social media to that too, that is just like that's, another layer of extra that pressure. Is, that's my one New Year's resolution. Yeah. I will not be on social media near as much this year. Yeah, that's really the icing on the cake with the whole idea of like how you interpret yourself. Yeah. And then like how, what lens you look th- yourself through. And then you see social media, you're like, well, that's fucked. Because, oh, yeah. yeah, it's like, that's not me. But I don't know. It's like both good and bad. Because like if you ever decide to like, commit time to something and get good at it then you can share it on social media Mm -hmm. and like it's like the one place you really want to share yeah right and like get that positive feedback going to keep you driving further so it's like there's a yin and yang to it all i feel like it's hard to demonize it completely but like i would say like don't heavily fall into it unless you have something you're willing to share yeah like a passion you're willing to share because if you're just, if you're just on there scrolling all day you're just gonna get consumed yeah yeah if you're just, just consuming you're just consuming it like, all it's like you're not yeah uh, yeah if, but if you have something you want to share and like let the world know about and like teach or whatever then it's great i think it's amazing honestly but if you yeah. don't then it is a it makes it a harder it's a place trap. to navigate it is yeah. a trap i just think that there. are or you have to take some things with a grain of salt in life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, one being like regular, like general advice. Yeah. Like because I can sit here and tell you all day long what I think about something, but oh, yeah. I don't walk in your shoes. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what you have going on. I don't True. know what kind of traumas you're facing. You know, mm-hmm. I can't tell you that. The same. That's the same thing with vitamins. I yeah. can't. I don't know what the fuck your diet is. Like, right. I, I don't have any lab tests to really figure out what it is that your body needs. Yeah. yeah. You're just giving me a list of symptoms and probably ignoring some other symptoms. Yeah, you know? yeah. But I think social media is a great place for connection. Mm-hmm. I think social media is a great place to share things that you love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you really have to understand when it's time to step away from it and stop using that for a sense of validation. Yeah. yeah. Which is what I feel like a lot of people do. Absolutely. Well, yeah. So I think that's, it's the one reason for social media is for yeah. validation. Mm-hmm. You know, back to it's Mason. Mason! Hello. Behind hey. the TV! Hey, You're welcome. Um, what are we talking about? Validation. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to like the, the church thing, though, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's kind of how people got their validation, you know few like couple decades back or Uh like maybe not churches or even like weddings or like these big events it's just like where you gather around a bunch of people and share your life Mm -hmm. it's like but those only happen you know one two three four times a year Mm -hmm. i guess church happens you know every week but regardless like it was spread out to like you know it's like you got to like work on yourself for at least like a week 
Yeah. So and then come back to the right. group and try to share it, but now it's just constant. It's, it's in like your face. Hundred percent of the time, just validation needed. Yeah. Just need something to confirm that you're doing what's right. right. Yeah. If you're day to day, it's yeah. Like, what'd you learn today, or what'd you accomplish today? And it's like, I can't keep up. Right. With it gets everybody. even worse with relationships and shit too. Oh yeah. I hate, I hate the fact that people feel like, oh well. As soon as I'm talking to somebody or dating somebody, I have to post about it. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm just not one of those. I'm a very private person. As much as I post and talk to people, yeah. I'm a very private person. And I respect that about other people. But yeah. I feel like social media, everybody feels entitled to your time and your business. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not your business. Yeah, and it's okay. To, like, just because I post, like, I might post a comment about something on Twitter, and then you feel like it's your place to cry or something. I'm like, no, bro. Like, it, Right. My yeah. Twitter is for me. Yeah. Like, I do not clock other people's tweets and shit like that. Right. Because guess what? Mm-hmm. That's not my business. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what this podcast is for me. It's just mm-hmm. like, this is for me. I don't give a fuck if someone's mad about something that is said. It's just like, sorry. That's just, yeah. it is what it is. You know? Yeah. It's like, that's it. But like, your reactions to my, me, I have no control over. Right. Sorry. No. Yeah. It's not my business. Not my, it's not my problem. Right. <laughs> I have other things to be concerned about and worried about in life. One, Which is why, like, why even post? Like, yeah. Why even? Why would I even post? I don't care what you have to say. No, but it's it's a thing. It's like a social norm at this point. Yeah, yeah it is. And it's sad. You know, I think it it definitely is a bad habit if you yeah. let it be. Right. It's very time consuming. I think it's a bad habit for majority of people that use it. Yeah. Thank God for do not disturb. Yeah. Like, Thank God for, for D bro. No. I mean, I got for my time right. limits. I got ten. I got ten minute social media time limits. Really? Yeah. Oh shit, that's a good idea. Cuts off yeah. after ten minutes. Right. Cause I'm like, I'm on I Twitter, Facebook, yeah. right. Instagram. But part of that is the me moving away from home, like going to North True. Carolina for school. Mm. Yeah. And I'm like, I have to. If I don't post something like yeah. on Facebook every three days when I was in North Carolina, my mom would call me like, "Yo." Really. My wow. mother was. She is that in tune to like my facebook like i feel like i deleted my facebook so it was just way too much for me at one point in time yeah and my mom was like did you block me on facebook i'm like well, who the fuck do- <laughs> mama, like, mama right. <laughs> who checks like, shit like that who blocks like, their mom on facebook on facebook yeah. even if i did that's my grown-ass business yeah, but i wouldn't yeah. do you like that oh, yes. <laughs> like, i blocked you my mama is next. literally like me we're so much alike mm-hmm. in some ways and so different and some but that's my best friend yeah like my mom is like my rock and my foundation. Yeah. None of this shit it will be possible. My right. house would not be getting built if it was not for my solid ass foundation and yeah. my family. No kidding. So but they're that into Facebook. My grandmother is too. Yeah, I feel like the older generations are really, really just like They're amazed way by it, honestly. Too into it. Yeah. Like I'm glad that oh like God. we grew up in this weird in between time where we just yep. saw the technology ramp up and right. now now it seems like technology kinda just kind of stagnated yeah a little bit it's like we got the iphone we got like yeah what, airpods or something yeah. it's right like, and it's, it's been know, about the same for iPads. like 10 from years like, yeah. from, like, yeah. two, from like 2000 to like 20 like 12 it was like shit was like right popping yeah. off popping. and then it's like we've been in a stagnant thing for technology for like eight years now. yeah it's like, did y'all notice how we only mentioned cool. apple product i know i know yeah that's sick yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah that's disgusting it's like when you think about soda it's like coca-cola is the first one in your head first coca-cola yeah. or pepsi yeah. and it's like and people are like die hard like gang gang banging about it my great gang aunt was like that pepsi you drink it, pepsi honey my bro coke and pepsi the same thing with like different sugar ratios right. listen like, Fonnie clark you cannot walk in her house without seeing a pepsi and she's uh, gonna know if one is gone like 
she was that serious about it. Damn. <laughs> She's serious about her Pepsi. Oh, yeah. That's awful. That's it like is. it's uh, it's just so I mean it's soda so, if it's you, so bad for you. If there was no soda in the world, like I bet we'd get rid of so much disease. Just so much of it has gotta be just from this liquid carb that you just pound like people pound like multiple and we sodas don't have in to a get day. rid of it though that's the thing like it's really a moderation thing like if you look from like that generation like my aunt finally she learned my grandmother's age mm-hmm. um it's her sister she okay how often would they've been able to have a pepsi as children or growing up yeah not often yeah it's the instant gratification and people are not mm-hmm. understanding that like yeah. the fact that i have six or seven grocery stores here in lexington alone to choose from where I can go to get the different things that I'm craving at some point, you know, instead of saying, you know what, that's out of season. I can't have it. Or, yeah. you know what, I can only have that every once in a while. Yeah. We don't have that anymore. It's yeah. like if I want to eat damn Chipotle or Chick-fil-A every single day for lunch. I can door dash it. I can pick it up. Right. I can curbside. Instant yeah. gratification. Literally. Nobody wants to suffer. Nobody wants to say, you know what? I'm just going to eat these damn leftovers. Like, right. And we make discipline look and like it it's so hard. it goes back to like the serving dance. Why people give little old Kelly a hard time for being 17 in service. Because yeah. instant gratification. Yeah. Instant. They're, not, they're not satisfied enough in this very moment. <laughs> right. And they're going off on their server about it. And it's like... It's so silly. It's sick, honestly. And West, the thing is... That's like how privileged we've become is that we feel mm-hmm. that we that we need gratification in the very moment that we ask for it. Mm-hmm. Like, I want this. I better have it now. Yeah. And it's like, if we don't get that, we're crying, we're bitching, we're complaining. Right. It's like, bro, like, sorry that we're out of tomatoes. Like, <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> you know what? I'm so thankful that my mother was like one of those people like, well, no, you can't. I'm like, no. Yeah. You're not going to have it. Like, yeah. I, I can hear her voice. In my head, when yeah. I'm looking at some shit, I'm like, oh, I don't want to go ahead and purchase this bucket. I hear my mama was like, you don't need that. Right. You're being ridiculous. Like, I'm like, you know what? I can put some <laughs> like, of this shit damn, back. I'm going too far. Yeah. Some people don't get that. Yeah. I mean, when I see people with their kids at Whole Foods sometimes, it's like some kids are great. Some yeah. kids are really well behaved. Mm-hmm. Other kids, I'm just like, they're... Uh, Terrors. Like, I, like, I've never advocated for beating children, but like, holy yeah. shit, there needs to be like... Uh, the threat of it this kid is yeah. not even scared of you and that that that's, that's weird right like <laughs> that always happened with like my white friends like because mm-hmm. growing up with an asian mom you're just like oh, yes ma'am like right. it's just like you just head <laughs> down you, like, you yes, said ma'am. it right yes ma'am right. Right. Yeah. Yes, yes ma'am, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> then you yeah. see your friends like talk back to their parents like you know i get stiff i'm just like oh shit it's bad but then like they get away with it i'm like Bro, I know. You didn't get your ass beat. You so called your mom a cunt. Like, come on. Like, but see, what? you know what? Me and my mom, like I said, we're so much alike, mm-hmm. and I'm an only child. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a period, my dad was killed, like, when I was younger. Mm-hmm. So there was a period where it was just me and her. Yeah. Like, so through my adolescence, they are like teen, you know. So when I was really, like, testing the lines and stuff, again, it was just me and her. So mm-hmm. there is some moments where it's like, all right, I definitely, like, I shouldn't have had that attitude. That's just me being extra as fuck. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, realize yeah, that yeah. as an adult. Right. But some people don't realize that. Like, yeah. I know there's a look that my mama could give me right now at my big old age. Like, I'm 27 oh, years old. Yeah, I'll be 28. They will say, girl, I will cave your fucking chest in. <laughs> Who the fuck do you think you're talking to? Right. And she has to say nothing. Yeah. I can feel yeah, it. My, I can feel that yeah, in the air. Right. Like, you're if so... I hear my full name, most people don't even know my damn full name. Like, right. you'll see my full name on paper. It's the thing. It's not even my full name. It's my first and middle name. <laughs> first and middle, I know it's just... <laughs> if they say my middle name, it's it's game over. I did something bad. My mama calls me Lynn, and I look at her like, who are you talking to? <laughs> 
You put Jawandalin on my birth certificate, right. girl. Like, there's no, <laughs> yeah, you gonna right. find another one anywhere. Yeah. I'm a one for one. Yeah. Okay, like, when I hear that full name come out, instead of just like Jay, or like, you know, my little pet names as a kid. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, shit. Oh, like, yeah. What'd you do? Well, yeah. You know, let me run down my list of shit I shouldn't have did in the last week and try to figure out which one it is that she's about to break right. my damn neck for. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Like... But like that, that needs to be present though. That's it's like present. some it's a kids, respect. some kids don't don't fear their parents. It's like you gotta fear your parents a little bit, yeah, right? Like there's to. there's gotta be a little bit of it. But it's mm-hmm. like I see some kids that are just like wilding, ready to fight their parents. I'm like, bro, you gotta do something. Like you're past the point where they're gonna be afraid of you anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like they're not gonna be afraid of you unless you actually hit them now. Yeah. It's like no, yeah. you gotta. Thing like I don't I, like I'm not about hitting your kid, but clearly you did not discipline your kid yeah. enough to not to to behave right yeah. and so now i feel like you have to hit your kid because <laughs> right. They are, right they're so off the wall that their only option is to smack them across their fucking face yeah. when you're too nice to your kid all the time right like your kid starts they're two years old they start acting out in public Terrorizing and then other you people. and then you just like you just like suppress it you're just like oh you know and they're just two it's okay and you mm, get all this empathy mm. for them and then you're driving home and you're sitting there in your car and they're crying in the background you're like god let that happen Hell and right no. and that happens for the next six years and all of a sudden they're eight years old they do some shit you're just like no and then you stop it and yeah. then like then it gets ugly then mm-hmm. it's like it's like no you gotta you gotta cut you gotta snip it right just right just let it grow as soon as it happens like do not let yeah, your kids bro. do things i don't things care if you like one that. two three as for real you, if you're disrespectful or anything like that you will i will it, let you know so fast it's because we don't want to be mean to kids right like they're so right. cute the thing is i i i nothing more that I, that i appreciate than a fucking nice kid than mm-hmm. a nice respectful yeah. kid for real they are like i could i could i love them like, right mm-hmm. thank you so much for being respectful and and nice and you can get the world adult. out of me uh, yeah you can get Seriously. anything out of me yeah. if you are a respectful kid mm-hmm. but as soon as you are not that right i only want to smack you like <laughs> it's it's one of the two you can have yeah. you can wrap me around your finger or you can get smacked by this finger it's yeah. one of the two like cause... and you immediately form judgments about their parents too oh instantly because yeah. it's like when they're a good, if it's kid, a good kid i'm like you did so well Right, it's you like, did good so job. good. But you know what? Job. Something I've had parent. to realize as an adult too, because I have met people that are like shitty people, and I meet their parents. I'm like, bro, how the fuck did you? How did you get right to this point? Yeah. And it made me better understand the importance of looking at traumas and really facing and understanding how something impacted you yeah. and your behavior and your habits. Because I'm, it's really some people that you're just like, wow, that's why preacher kids. Mm-hmm. They're the worst damn people on the... Yeah. No offense, you know what I'm saying? But they some rebels. offense, but they be doing the fucking most. Right. They're just like, bro, you got the most patient parent on the planet. Right. And that might be part of the problem, because Monique definitely would have caved my chest yeah. in for some of the shit that my pastor's kid got away with. Isn't that so weird? It's like yeah. the nicer your parents are, just the shittier you are. Mm-hmm. It's so unfortunate. But it's really just an, a, a test to, like, you know... You can't just be nice, or you can't just be authoritative. So yeah. you got to be both. You got to be all of it. Get a paper towel you because I get obviously you. I'm a fucking child. <laughs> <laughs> One second, I got you. Yeah. There's a balance to everything, and it's people about, don't get that. It's all about respect, man. It's like it's the the one saying that like I always will always truly live by is there is a time and a place 
for everything. Everything. And if you do not learn that at an early age... Then you're going to go into adulthood like a bull in a china shop. And yes. I'm saying that as a tourist, okay? Yes. That like, is the story of my life. You're gonna... <laughs> life you. is gonna be a wild ride for mm-hmm. you because you do not know when and how to act when it is appropriate to act those Well, ways. you know what? Most of those kids also end up being the ones that mommy and daddy have to bail them out of a bunch of shit. Or fix things for them. Most of the entitled children. Yeah, I mean. That we don't discuss enough. But, I mean, there's a difference to me in giving your kids the world, you know, and just spoiling them too much. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's definitely a difference. There is definitely a difference. Like, you have to, like I said, like building a house. Like, I say that my mother is my foundation. Mm -hmm. I mean that in a sense that while I won't always do exactly the things that my mother would do in situations. Right. I still look at that and I'm like, okay, well, this is something that my mother would do mm-hmm. and she would get whatever it is that I'm doing done successfully. Like, So I take those good habits from her mm-hmm. and I apply my own spin to it or you know, my own trial and error right, and yeah. I figure out life, but yeah. that's how things are supposed to be. Yeah. But folks start kids off on these shaky ass foundations like spoiling them too much. That's the thing. They they based on these foundations of the world is yours mm-hmm. and you deserve you deserve everything. Entitlement. Yeah, you deserve it now when you ask <laughs> for it, and it's like, no. You're in here buying your kid probiotics <laughs> and fucking feeding them entitlement at the same time and wondering why you got yeah. this shitty fucking human yeah, <laughs> as an like adult that. child. Like, no. That's a hard thing though, because it's like you really need adversity to like build good people mm-hmm. right like you need things to be difficult yeah in order yeah. to build character mm-hmm. but it's right. like if you do well for yourself and now it's like you're set and you like work through all this how are you going to offer that adversity to your child true yeah. right like true. how do you do that that's so difficult because like i remember growing up and being like you know in situations that were pretty uncomfortable and it's like i just had no i couldn't do anything about it yeah right it was just like my parents aren't making enough money. We've got to live here, this, mm-hmm. that. And it's like, you just can't do anything. So what do you do? You shut up and, like, live with it and figure out something that can take your mind off of it. Right. And it's like, if you're just, you know, well off, you got anything you want, all the distractions in the world and, like, not a bad, single bad thought in your mind. Right. Like, you're going to just, you're not going to be grateful for things. That's yeah. just it. Or you're going to pick up shitty habits. Yeah. That are going to quickly, basically, you're, you're sacrificing your comfort yeah. at some point. Just because you don't know what it's like to not have it. Right. Yeah. And that's the issue with people. Yeah. It's like, okay, you've, you had a, a new car at 16. You had this. You had that. If you don't know what it's like to be on the bus stop, you're yeah. not going to appreciate that car. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, how do you give that to people, though, without, like, while also being financially and monetarily successful? I mean, you can't. I mean, I think it's, LeBron James is a is a pretty decent example in my true. book because I feel like you look or what's his name Ball, is it like Lamella, Levar. Levar Ball? Like, yeah. yeah, successful. Yeah, paid. That a really you know having like an activity like that that gives you that structure and adversity mm-hmm. because like you know basketball is not easy. It's like you're gonna get coach. You're gonna play teams. You have to work yeah. at it. You literally have to formulate your own adversity at mm-hmm. some point. Yeah. You got to struggle. Yeah. You got to be the kid that rides the bench a bit and want more for yourself. Right. But I think that offers a moment of like accountability and self-reflection because you're constantly being tested. Yeah. Like, you know, it's not just your parents sending you off to school and you're coming back. Oh, you have a good day at school? Yep, sure did. Like, you know, and they're not yeah. getting into shit versus an athlete. It was like, yo, 
I'm paying all this fucking money for right. you to play a team sport. Right. Yeah. Either you're going to be serious about it. Right. Or you're going to get the hell off yeah. of my yeah. pockets. Yeah. Like, it's like, I'm paying for you to what, ride the bench. Right. Warm, fucking warm the bench right. for the starters. Like, nah, uh you better like, get good. Son, I love you, but if you're going to suck dick at this right. fucking sport, you're not right. going to play this fucking sport. It's like, maybe you should find some, a Pick different something sport. Else. Yeah. Maybe right. take pottery. Have you thought about <laughs> cooking? Mm-hmm. And listen. <laughs> What about trade school? You know, it, are you doing? What are you really doing with your time to better yourself and offer yeah. that moment to give yourself a little self self accountability? We well, don't. We're not accountable enough. To once me. again, that makes that's like that's what's so hard about adulthood is mm-hmm. that we do have freedom. It's like if you sleep eight hours a day and work eight hours a day, you have another eight hours in your day. Mm-hmm. How are you going to give yourself adversity to make those eight hours worth anything? Right. Yeah. Right. It's just like. And then now we have no parents. Now we have no organizations, nothing like that. So you just got to figure it out for yourself or seek those out, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, that's hard. Like, it goes back down to the parenting. It's like, it seems like you just, like, oh, if you're, you know, well off and, like, you just put them in some activities, they'll do fine. Right. Like, yeah, but then, like, they get older, those activities aren't there anymore. Now what? What happens right? <laughs> like, how do you, What are you supposed to do? Right. That's so difficult. But like that's also the same. That's also the great thing is that there's no wrong answer. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, there's a few wrong answers, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> right. There are some wrong right. Yeah. But, but still, I mean, at the same time, the, the things that most people would consider a wrong answer, I just look at a little different. Like when I see people that like say they start like doing drugs or something at a young age, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, what would happen if you took the opportunity to take that kid? Mm-hmm. And let them apply that level of motivation to something else that they can do well. Yeah. And it's all about the opportunities that are presented. Like in some communities, they don't have the different programs or their parent can't afford to do the things that Mm -hmm. somebody else may be able to do. Yeah. But if they apply that level of dedication to something else, imagine how many, you know, Steve Jobs we'd have in this world. Yeah. Yeah. Like... I feel like people don't take the enough time to say, you know what? Yes, they did sell drugs. Yes, they were doing it for money. But okay, but why are they doing that? Yeah. Why yeah. are they doing it and were they good at it? Yeah. Right? I mean, and that's why the, were they good at it? Like, that's the problem. Opportunities yeah. are not given to children that are in poverty and they don't do that. Yeah. They like, don't do it. Bro. It's only the it's only the wealthy and the privileged that have opportunities like that. Yeah. So thankful for my mom, bro. So they don't they don't they don't see a a twelve year old drug dealer who's good at sales and right and marketing shit. for real though they if see, you're hustling at twelve like hold on marketing this is a genius yeah. right here like yeah. imagine if we put all of that like, extra put effort him in, put him in an actual business right? construct and see what he can do or even like run it up. Or even, <laughs> think about kids that are like in like from shitty neighborhoods that mm-hmm. just like like to fight all the time like they're just like out there looking to fight it's like put him in a combat sport yeah put this kid in MMA it's what like he might be a beast yeah might right? be like, a boxer right but no we're just gonna the let thing him is once you put him in a program like that they they also get you know they learn respect and mm-hmm. restraint and they're offered a mentor mentor mm-hmm. and how to handle their emotions and how to work through life easier yeah. you know it's yeah. it's more than just I'm good at this let me do this it is it teaches you how to be a functioning human being in society yeah well uh they don't do that for just regular people leaving jail. We don't offer a good mm-hmm. level of rehabilitation to me, mm-hmm. to people who have been inside of I the mean, prison jail system. Is 
business itself. Yeah. But that's like, why. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like everything that we've discussed today, like food and like jail, like all of that stuff is a business in America. Yeah. yeah. It's nothing but it's all it's not for, It's not like, for the people. Right. It's for the money. Exactly. That's, that's why thing. servers make $2.15 right. an hour. Because it's not for their well-being. It's yeah, for the money. Yeah, and that's why they have mm-hmm. shitty habits. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and that's why they're getting cussed out by Joe Blow over uh-huh. here. Yeah. The people who feel like they're entitled to be able to do stuff like that. See, that's the thing about like I think capitalism is like it's good for so many things, mm-hmm. right? Like when it comes to like just making a small business and like competing and like offering certain that's great. But it's like when you're going down to like prison and healthcare yeah. and like basic needs, like capitalism basic should needs. not be in that, right? Yeah. Like we should let capitalism out of that and like let that be just Yeah, a, how like, it, how is food from Whole Foods so much more expensive from my Kroger food? Like it's right. with it's... access and quality, though. That's why you get Grippos and Pepsi mm-hmm. and Kroger. And it's right. cheaper. Yeah. But what you're not understanding is you're being reactive to your... to You're choosing to be reactive to your health. Mm-hmm. If you're proactive and understand how much you really end up spending between doctor bills mm-hmm. or, like, bills with a dentist... Mm-hmm. You should just probably just go ahead and pay for that expensive food, and it sounds stupid yeah. when you first think about like, why the fuck is that even a thing? But at the end of the day, you know, do you want to have your two dollar six pack of Pepsi, yeah. or do you just want to go ahead and pay this four or five dollars for this organic soda? Where are you finding two dollar six packs of Pepsi? <laughs> Baby, listen, That's cheap, cheap. The, the, That's cheap, cheap. On Georgetown Street, in the west side of Lexington, where I grew up. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Like the West Side is so. That's why I have to drive twenty five minutes. Yeah. To Whole Foods, but there's a McDonald's and a Taco Bell and a KFC right around the corner. Mm-hmm. It's really about and access shop, and availability. And a, and a mm-hmm. liquor store. And nobody is the, in an auto shop and a place to get your taxes done or cash your check. Yeah. That is how you know. <laughs> yeah. You can ask any black person in America how yeah. the hell you found. You'll notice how you find the hood one because the MLK Boulevard is somewhere nearby. Oh, yeah. Very fast. Always nearby. Mm-hmm. And then you have a bunch of bullshit place in the community. Yeah. Lots of fast food. Like drugs, cash advance. Like cash those advances, money. Yes. Yeah. Um, dollar, dollar Tree. Dollar yeah. Tree. Yeah. General Generals, store. Yeah. Right. Whatever variation. Yeah. It's all about access. And smoke shops. There's a reason for Gas that, stations. Though. And it's sick when you think about it because nine times out of ten, those are the same people who have trouble getting health care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's really a system for entrapment. No, yeah. It's yeah. the whole thing is a, is a, it's a trap and a scam. Yeah, but that's a, that's America though. They're Somebody's trying. making money off of it. Just that's, like is, that's just the <laughs> world though. I think to me like that's no, 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 uh, no, no. that's like well I think that I there's agree. I America's definitely the most magnified concept of it because we're yeah. so cruelly capitalistic with mm-hmm. everything. But it's just like I you know when it comes to accessibility, I mean. And there's some countries that just won't ever, you know, get to that point where we're at, where there's even a McDonald's or a KFC or a Kroger or like a regular grocery store nearby. And it's like inequality is one of those topics. It's like, how did we get here? It's like, why did we get here? Do those people live longer? Um, probably not. You think so? I mean, I guess it depends. It depends on what kind of like inequality we're talking about. If we're talking about like. I don't know. 
I only know America and Japan. Those are the two places I know. Japan's pretty well off. They're mm-hmm. like they're like a rising tide, you know, lifts all ships kind of place. Yeah. And like their bottom line gets lifted up. Yeah. So they, like it's everyone, like a, it's like a no man left behind type yeah. thing. Yeah. And like they have you know plenty yeah. of government programs that help yeah. people. You could work at Seven Eleven your whole life and, and like do just fine and do just fine. But you yeah. meet and you also you have the highest people. suicide population in mm-hmm. the world. Definitely. Do. So you're like they, everything's offered to. There's there's a there's a half a million people, ages like twenty to seventy. Who live with their parents because they were never they never had to do anything they can collect a check from the government very easily and, and just live and just live yeah and like that's great mm. but is it though it's like is that like the, a lot of these people are not happy let yeah. me tell you what like they don't have I mean, to yeah you're right I mean, they don't have to like get the, up that's why the suicide rate's also number one yeah so. It, balance, it's yeah? it's a fucked up thing because it's like you think you provide people with stuff that they'll take that opportunity and go further it's like this makes not more, all the time this makes them more stagnant sometimes it's like it, it'll negatively affect people and yeah. be like well i got this i got that why do anything why do else? i yeah it's yeah. like i'm fine i'm set but it's like and that that yeah. that is i think my I think that's the root of it all. It's like your willingness to not tackle life like you should. Well, it's mm-hmm. kind of crazy. You got literally the opposite with America and Japan. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, America's the opposite. It's like our suicide rates are still high though. They're high. No, I meant like I mean <laughs> no, I know it is. I just meant like in the fact that like our, go- our government, yeah, our government's like, oh, you don't have that, we'll work harder. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. You need to go to school or or work seventy hours a week to to get what you want. Versus right. Japan, it's like you yeah. want that. Oh, here's a little. Here's something here's, to help you out. Here's something to help yeah. you out, and you're oh still just God. like, I'm yeah. so unhappy. That check, but yeah. that stimulus check. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like... And the cost of living is high as fuck, too, so mm-hmm. it's insane to me. It really is. Right. They and hit like, you from every angle. It's so hard to pick apart, like, what the problem is, though, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. is it just opportunity and, uh, and like... Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe if we gave everyone everything they needed, then like they'd be able to strive forward and go. But like, if we did that in today's society right now with people the way are now, I don't think it would work. Right. I don't think it'd be like, hey, here's two thousand dollars every month, no questions asked from the government. Mm-hmm. I think you're gonna see a lot of. You're gonna see a lot of people smoking you, pot yeah, all the you're time. Yeah, see a bunch of alcoholism. What's wrong with smoking pot? There's nothing wrong. With nothing. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, excuse me. Just right. say, yeah, it's just saying it's like people aren't gonna take that two thousand and be like, I'm gonna invest or I'm gonna put it towards something that it's gonna better my future. Just be like, It'll just I got be... two G's. I'm gonna go buy some a Birkin bag and right. go drink for the next weekend straight. And Most people like... had no idea what the fuck a Birkin bag was like five years ago though. No. So again, yeah. I think that boils down to you know, social media. That's social well, mm-hmm. one social media. It's a social media thing. Yeah. Like, and uh, I, it's crazy to me how um, as a society we put celebrities on such a high, high, high pedestal. Yeah. Like they don't shit piss Right, Eat, like, as if they like as, as if they don't <laughs> fart thirty times a day like, like everybody what? else. Yeah. Like, like they had to take a morning shit today too. Like, like you, you, s- you see, you see some like some Jay Z with some bag of clothing. You're like I need that. I gotta have that. And it's Why? Like, that was seven thousand dollars. Like. I mean, yeah. I don't think Jay Z is a good example because the He's stocks not, didn't but... move like they were supposed to. <laughs> but right. The records did, and be clear. Or like if you look at like the Kardashians are a great example because right. like yeah. you watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians and literally it's like nine percent of the screen time is just one of them just looking at their phone. Yeah. Or like, how is this entertainment? How is this? Or like lip syncing, 
battles. Like we're just gonna get celebrities yeah. to come here is, like, and mouth songs. It's like this is this is the death. It's of... only entertaining the people that want that life. Yeah, They're like I want to be able to sit around on my phone and in a giant ass house and yeah. lip sync right. all day, and it's like, wow. I mean, if you really want to, but I mean, the house looks nice. I admit, I'll take the big ass house. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And even then, I still just for me like living by myself. I used to think that I wanted like some huge like six bedroom. Like, mm-hmm. oh, bro. I just want like some little. I want a big house <laughs> if I have a big family. If I don't right. have a big family, I want the smallest. I'll take a tiny home for real. Home, right? I'll take a bedroom, a living room, and a kitchen. Bro, this house is too big. We got three people living here. This yeah. is way too big. It's like space. for it's real. Shit yeah, for real. That you don't need. Like there's a free bedroom up there. There's yeah. a room in there where we like grow microgreens and shit. Like there's a lot of space. Yeah. Too much space. Like there's and it gets dirty. I don't want to deal with all this shit. Yeah. I want like half the yeah, space, I, maybe. I, I hate to clean as is. Like, I just don't <laughs> right. want a, extra rooms for what? Yeah, like, what right. is the point of this yeah. extra room? So fucking auntie can come over like once a year and bitch about it. It's like, no, I don't want these first guest of all, bedrooms. First like, of all, you got ants? Yeah. If I ever own, a, own oh my, my home, I will have no disrespectful cleaners in my house. You've got to go with that disrespectful <laughs> shit. Right. I will not have anybody disrespecting my home. I right. honestly and truly think that. And most people that know me, like, see my face. Like, that shit not about to fly, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to say, that lady, when she talked to me all crazy about being up on that step stool, I could literally feel my face about to shift. And I was about to, like, rip her a brand new ass off. Right. She's like, lucky you were a mask. Uh, a mask? Honey, you need to be happy I got this apron on. Because <laughs> if I ain't had this apron on, Files mask or not, right. what? Yeah. I would have literally fried her up so fucking bad. Y'all would have smelt the crispy white lady from fucking Starbucks Man. down people, the street. Crazy. <laughs> That's the thing about the department I work in and meat and seafood. Like, no one fucks with us. Yeah, no, because no you're one. pleasant. Y'all are good at what y'all do. No, I mean, like, that we're pleasant yeah. most of the time. Sometimes we can be real dickish, though. It's like, yeah. on purpose. Like, I just feel like there's not too many questions for you guys. It's nobody like, fucks with the chef, Yeah, though. It's like, well, do, do y'all got salmon? So, yeah, right. We got salmon. No, right. I mean, people, yeah, it's like people have like this and that, and like, mm-hmm. I'll definitely say things where I'm just, uh, somebody asked me something stupid, like, do y'all have any gluten free chicken? I'm just like, what, what is that? I'm just like, huh? Right, exactly. That's <laughs> what <laughs> so I'm like, gluten free, what? <laughs> right? right. That would be me as fuck. Like, and huh? Like, there's <laughs> no way, there's no way I can say the words, all chicken is gluten free. Without sounding like an asshole, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I just double down. I'm just like, all chicken is gluten free, and people just take that shit and they're like, oh, thank you. I'm like, any other department, right? Like someone else like says something like that in like a sarcastic way, they're gonna go off for whatever reason because right. they think they're entitled to like an answer. Why doesn't it happen to us? I think it's because well, like we're all a bunch of big, tall dudes with fact. covered in blood. <laughs> We got knives and shit, right? Oh, yeah, so there's a, like three true. people. Yeah, <laughs> for real, we're just like big, tall dudes. Yeah, and then it's like, and yeah, some some of the other people like Olga, little Mexican girl, and Michael, little black girl that mm-hmm. just started working there. Like they get a lot more disrespect. Love I'm like, too. I'm like, this is yeah, like that's what it is. I was like, yeah. okay, I'm seeing it now more. You that's see it? it? Yeah, because you like, can notice the di- listen, the way that people treat Tara versus me. Mm. Like, you know, Tara, yes, with her being a supervisor, she doesn't have a degree at all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, but you can't see that. But you can't see that. Right. They oh, literally, yeah. like, oh, I don't need anything and walk right past me mm. and then walk up and bother Tara. And you can visit, like, 
just from being around her, you can see where she's like, what the fuck? Why did y'all walk all the way over here and bother me? Y'all walk right past Lynn. Yeah. I'm going to tell you the exact same thing that oh, she's about right. to tell. Does she notice right. it too? Yeah, she does. Yeah, she'll be like, why the fuck did they come over here and ask me that? And you just asked them what right. did they need. And I'm like, it's because I am a, tri- first of all, I'm a double minority is what they see, but in reality, I'm a triple minority, okay? Mm-hmm. I am a bisexual black woman. Mm-hmm. All right. America doesn't give a fuck about me. Right. Nor do they give a fuck about how I feel. And it, shows yeah in some people's entitlement like they'll just ignore the, me yeah that's the thing it's like you don't really notice it until like you're in a place where it's consistent you're mm-hmm. like oh now i see it's like olga's getting way shit on yeah. way more than john or scott over here it's right like, it's like why is that it's like okay you start and it's like not even i don't, I don't want to say it's always intentional sometimes it's intentional for sure it is but a lot of times i think it's subconscious it's like unconscious yeah. just not realizing the bias that you're putting forward yeah and like which is that that happens i do that too i'm not like I conscious think a lot of people it. do that honestly yeah and like, it, like white it's people. built into our culture though right in america especially with white people yeah the, they're the, just they're s- ignorant ignorant is bliss man. Look, it's, like... it's ignorant by choice though like it, it's 2021 yeah. like there's so much information out there if you can get on fucking youtube to play your but they weird don't play... they're not going to until until yeah. lynn Willfully comes around ignorant. and checks them mm-hmm. they need they need lynn to come check them then they start but why does it gotta be shit. lynn though <laughs> like why do yeah. i have to turn on Lynn's, the aggressive black woman like to go into that uh, why it's not it shouldn't be necessary you get basic respect i mean i'm listening i I, I just downloaded this book called White Fragility. I've been mm-hmm. listening to it. And, like, to be honest, I'm not super thrilled with the person that wrote it. Yeah. She's kind of, like, super... She's a white lady yeah. talking about I, what white people do. I, I don't know. It's really weird. Like, you, <laughs> you watch her lectures, and you're like, this woman's a psycho. Like, this woman yeah. is, like, legitimately, like... She she's holds, telling the truth, though. She tells the truth, right. and she, she, like, goes overboard sometimes. Of she's course. like... The one big thing about this book she keeps talking about that I like is like white people don't see themselves in terms of their race. They don't. So so they don't. And she's such a good. So she point. always uh-huh. uses the term whites in her book, and I'm just like, that's weird, right? Not just because like I like I'm half white, I kind of get it. I'm yeah. also Japanese, I kind of don't get it. And it's like, but like when you hear when you think about blacks, Asians, Mexicans, you're like, yeah, but then you're like whites, you're like, it whites. feels weird, right? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. feels like a little well, weird. Actually, I'm English. That, that's it, my favorite. Actually, I, I'm Scottish. And I'm just like, <laughs> but we've been yeah, black like, our whole lives. Uh, but huh? <laughs> yeah. But we've been uh-huh. black our whole lives. I didn't lives. say it was like Kate Birdian or anything when you walked over. Right. You're like, mm-hmm. I'm black. <laughs> but it's so true though, because yeah. like they they always see it's like don't bring up people's race because it's rude, and mm-hmm. it's like, you know, can be true. Some sometimes it's like, yeah, don't bring it up. But yeah. at times where it's like very obvious that things are like subconsciously racially motivated, it's like you can't not bring up race yeah. because like as soon as you do. They think they're like at fault or something. Right. It's like no, 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 no. You're not wrong. Like people, everyone. It, we just want everyone to acknowledge that there's some sort of subconscious thing that happens, where you see a certain person of a certain descendant, whatever it is, and you're like you, and like that happens sometimes. You don't even get to it, yeah. Like, yeah. It's that's just a like human. That's a human thing. Right. It's like just please acknowledge it. Right. Yeah. Like people when you don't deny want to acknowledge it, it it's like that's <laughs> the that's the most frustrating thing when people deny it. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I would never do anything. It's like no, I'm not saying you would. I have I'm plenty saying, of black friends. Yeah, it's like... Not what I'm uh, saying, bro. Right. All right, well, would you like a cookie? Yeah, <laughs> right. Because that like, didn't change your behavior. Yeah, I got some goldfish <laughs> at home, right? It's like, yeah. we're talking about irrelevant shit right now. It's like, what do you want? Yeah, right, it's uh, like... Just... And 
I, I don't know. It's so hard to navigate this whole racial thing because it's like where I am personally, racially, it's just like, I'm so ambiguous. Mm -hmm. I always get the thing. It's like, you look like, you look like something. I'm sorry. Trust me. I look like I something. What yeah. are you? I get right. it all the time. Yeah, it's like, oh, fuck, like something. I, I get like, are you mixed? Are you Hispanic? Are you... What are you? Else? I'm like, I'm just black and white. What do you want from me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously, what do you want what from do you me? Want what does it matter? You? Right. What does it fucking yeah. matter? You should still respect me and treat me like a normal being. Right. Yeah. You look so like, you look so exotic. I'm like, and it's like bruh. there's there's good. That's the thing. It's like there's good ways to bring it up. Too. Yeah. Like, there's a way to bring it up that right. doesn't make people feel uncomfortable. But a lot of people just can't do that. They're, they just go straight for it. It's like, what are you? It's Bulls like, in China shops. Right. I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> like you gotta have some finesse around this conversation, right? You gotta like steer the conversation in a way where you're like. Somehow it's like, oh yeah, how were you brought up in this yeah. certain? It's like, what? Honestly, there's a way to get to it. Yeah. The, the question doesn't even bother me. It's just how they say it. Like, yeah, right. I, I don't want to be like, I don't want you to be like, what are you? I don't want you to be like, I'm so sorry. Like, but you look like you were mixed with this and this. Can I like ask you like what you are? Like, I yeah. I don't mind telling you what I'm mixed right. with or what I am. Just don't ask me as if I'm just like some object. Like, oh, a what science are you? experiment. Yeah, like what? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm like I got parents, all that shit. Like you can talk right. to me like a human being and be like, "Yeah, what do you mix with?" Because you look like you're mixed with this, or you like that. Like I don't mind that shit. It's just like the, what are you, bro? Like, yeah. well, one, I'm a human. One. Two, I'm right. a, I'm an American. Two. <laughs> Three. Was, yeah. Which side do you want to know? I mean, like, <laughs> what are you asking me? What are you yeah. asking? What, right. what is the reason for you asking? What me is this? the point? <laughs> What do you Because like, what are you, what are you gonna say afterwards when I tell you what I am? What's gonna follow it up? Are you gonna be like, oh, so that's oh. why your hair is like that? Or, and oh, this, that'd that's... be the wildest shit. And like, like, like I was so right. scared to get locks at one point because I just didn't want to have that experience of people <laughs> be like, oh, your hair. Yeah. Uh. uh Like. Mm -hmm pre-pandemic mm -hmm. and i almost appreciate that people kind of know now that you just don't reach out and touch a black woman's hair but at the same time like you shouldn't just be reaching out and touching people any fucking way right. white yeah. black orange purple like what are you gonna do if i smack the fuck out right. of you for putting your hands on me my mom is the worst about that bro and anytime it's i bring a black curious. friend yeah it's fine i, I get anytime it anytime i bring a black friend yeah, she's, she's like, always oh, like oh like pets him on the head mm-hmm and like something about something about her not being white yeah. like makes it more okay <laughs> honestly though that's like, a fact yeah that's a fact she's so jolly and cheered it's like oh look at your hair if it yeah. is right. it is it, it just feels fine. more sincere it yeah. just feels more like curious curious you can yes. be curious it's fine because right. yes. all of us are not the same yeah you know, why you, why people things. don't feel curious? They no. feel they feel kind of judgmental and condescending when they say or it. Or like too. they feel like ooh, <laughs> they feel like ooh, I've, I've heard about this. Let me see what they've been talking about all these years, and they're just like, oh, oh I read it in those books. Oh yeah, I read right, it in a yeah. book. Like oh my god, I heard Joe Rogan talk about right. this shit on his podcast. Do you really have I mean, uh, what is it called? Nappy hair? Yeah, right. Right. Maybe. What does that mean? You take a lot of naps. Uh, what does that yeah. mean? Yeah. Bro? Just like, bro. yeah. Yeah, no, you see the worst. Oh my god, I had a bro. I had a white friend one time call my hair nappy, and I was like, huh, bitch, huh. I was like, first of all, you don't. You said know. friend after that, and that's how I know. Oh, I don't talk. I don't talk to her no more. But Cause I'd have fried her ass. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why do you feel like you have the right to say that about my head? I was like, do you even know what a nap is, girl? 
See, like, that's where I am. Like, I don't even know what that is. So it's like, I just you know, stayed out of the conversation. Is it, and that's the thing. When people are curious about black hair, you have to also understand there's not necessarily a lot of education out there talking about black hair. No, There not. is a certain sacred thing around black hair. And even in, like, black spaces, like a barbershop or a beauty salon, mm-hmm. like, there's some experiences that you get in those places that most people of color, like black people, can really identify with. Like, I can make a joke on Twitter right now about some shit that happened to me in the beauty salon, like, mm-hmm. 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be a solid 60 women that are like, oh, my God, like, yeah. I remember that shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Knowing that I'm going to be in the beauty salon all day. Right. That's typical. Like, my mom would drop me off on a Saturday morning at 10, mm-hmm. and I might not leave that bitch till 5 o'clock at night. And my hair's going to look perfect. Though. Yeah. You know, but my there's head, a community around that. My hair going to hurt, though. Uh, <laughs> that used to be the worst. My I would get braids. Oh, baby and mm. i would have braids like down to my ass right. and again that's half my body yeah <laughs> like, right, right. like i'm again short as fuck so and people will be like oh my god can i touch them and what the fuck makes you think yeah. i just sat in the chair for 10 hours and my head is tender and right. you want to touch it because you're fucking curious right right so, well i'm scared to touch my braids me, I sleep like this right. after getting them drunk. Oh, I'll be like, like I'll be sleeping with my head up. Yeah, no. Like, no, you cannot touch these. No. I don't touch these. Right. Yeah, like, this is not even for me. This is, yeah, this this is like, like, not for me. This is not a petting zoo. No, Let not me touch your curls. That used to be the worst too. When I would oh, have like twist man. outs and stuff, because I like to get like a twist out. Did you know woman. me? Did you know me, my fro? Um, did you see me, with my fro? I don't think I did. Cause I started oh, like, I remember that. I you did have April. a fro. I had a fro for years. I liked yeah. it, dude. It was, I might have. I might have. It was, I mean, every day, though. Every day. Can I touch it? No. Can I Can I, Can I? I run my hands through no. it? Oh, my God. It's so soft. It's There's like, so much work that goes into black hair to oh. make it oh. society standard of presentable. If I hear, I'm not going to lie, like, I'm, like, no judgment, but if I, hear, if I hear another white person be like, oh, my God, my hair is so greasy. Like, I need to wash it today. I'm just like, baby. Your maintenance huh? is so small compared so to any like any black person I know with natural long hair. It's mm-hmm. crazy. If I washed my hair every day, my hair would fall out. You wouldn't have hair. I wouldn't. <laughs> I remember having a fade. I could wash really? that every day, but I still have to moisturize. Oh my gosh, our hair, our hair would dry out like huh. that immediately and fall out like that. I need that. the oils in my hair. Like yeah. I apply oil and moisturizer yeah. to my hair every day. Every I don't day. wash my hair every day. I I cannot. Right. I I do that. I like leave my hair at least once a day or once every other day is when I wash it. Yeah. Cause just like it feels better when there's a little bit in there. But yeah. But I didn't, I, there's no other consequence for me. You know, I could wash it every day easily. But and you're so right. Not. There's so much around hair culture that, like, I didn't know any of this shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, you can't really, like, people just don't know. Yeah. But, people, like, a lot of people are just disrespectful when they're trying to understand it. It's, right. Yeah, like, they, like, it's, what always cracks me up is, like, they think that I, I rolled out of bed like this. Right. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> the most, right. one of the most difficult routines in a black woman's hair care like a natural hair care is a wash and go and that sounds so simple right it's mm-hmm. the hardest it is so fuck like natural hair is hard and that's part of the reason why i have dreadlocks like normally hmm. when i had my that's fro I, mine, I would either have my hair i would have my hair cut like that low yeah, yeah. or i would have like braids or some type of protective style yeah because yeah. the day-to-day maintenance of black hair is not for the week i would spend a solid three or four hours damn 
and that's just one with me. Who, yeah. I don't know shit about hair. I'm not good at it. Right. Like, I'm so bad at it. I don't still spend hours on my hair. And still, man. and a lot of money on products. So much Damn. money. Yeah, on like products. there's black hair care products sold in Whole Foods in the what little section mean? that they yeah. have. Yeah. I gotta have an oil. I gotta have a leave-in conditioner. A I gotta serum. have a serum. I gotta have a. It's yeah. so cool. And then I got to send it to the dryer for my curls to form completely because <laughs> that's the thing with like a twist out. Like yeah. I've, I've actually worn one to Whole Foods before when I had my fro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I don't let that dry completely before I take those twists out, uh-huh. I'll have a fro again by noon. Oh. It will puff right back up and you won't have any like the fine texture so in my hair. Yeah, I had to twist my hair every night. I had yeah. to wrap my hair every night. And you have to. Damn. I can't just sleep on, like I have a silk pillow and a bonnet. Have a silk pillow. Because my hair will break up. Like, you physically notice, and it's so crazy, I can probably pull up pictures, but, like, if you look at my pictures from when I first locked my hair, mm-hmm. like, I sleep on this side of my head, and you can see how this side of my head looked different than this side. Of, like, this mm. side looks so much more healthy. Mm. All the oils and stuff was in it. Like, I didn't have a lot of, like, breakage and stuff going on, but that side, that side gets the business. Because that's what I sleep on. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. like and people don't understand that. So for somebody to walk up to me, you know, after me doing like a wash and go or something where I had to spend so much time doing my hair anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It took me a second to get it all set up and then just put their hands in my hair. Uh, it's irritating. Because yeah. one, I'm not washing my hair immediately. Yeah. So yeah. whatever the fuck you got going on on your hands yeah. is now in my hair. Oh, for at least a week. For at least yeah. a week. At because I have to set aside a day for me to do my hair. It's saying a wash and go is a day process. It's a whole day process. <laughs> Shit. And it don't let you not have a dryer at the house. Yeah. Because then you have to wait for your twists or whatever to dry. Mm-hmm. Or it, wait for everything to process the way that it's supposed to. Jesus. It, hair requires that much maintenance for some people. And I don't think it gets the respect that it deserves. It's no. always like a zoo thing. Like, Clearly oh, not. Yeah. Look at your hair. Oh my God. How did you get it like that? Yeah. Like even mm-hmm. if I explain this fucking process to you. You are going to be like, oh my God, I would never do all that. Yeah. Well, I have to do that for me to leave the house to yeah, look like yeah. I look good. Right. You don't every, look for me to be confident. Every day. Like, every day. It's not a choice. It's like, it's like this is something that you just got to do. I have to, yeah. even with locks, even with this yeah. being so low right. maintenance. Like, I still have to make sure that I'm doing certain things. See, like... I have a problem. I consider myself like pretty cultured. Like yeah. I've like been around people enough to understand. It's like, all right, don't mess with black people's hair. Yeah. I never knew why. Right. Right. I never knew all these details until but it's literally a this minute. Thing, though, right? right. It's like, but it's like my understanding was like, all right, just don't fuck with it because like, like clearly that's a point of emphasis. Bro. I never knew why. Right. It's like I can't imagine less cultured people or not cultured, but like less adapted Aware. people yeah, yeah. are like going around they don't even understand the respect thing in general and then like for that whole box to be open in front of them it's like it's like whoa it's like they really don't you really don't understand because i through this podcast actually i've learned more about like my black friends my mm-hmm. other like ethnic friends than i'd have ever imagined mm-hmm. because i was like i had no idea for example did you all get like the talk at any point in your life like the this you're black in america Absolutely. talk oh, right 100 like Honey, what? that that <laughs> shit that shit blew my mind yeah. like oh, i yeah. talked to my friend brandon one of the first episodes we did he was talking about leaving college mm-hmm. and he got the talk and i was like that's a little late for the sex talk right right like, yeah, I was like, he's like no 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 this is like the the black this talk. is where you go this is where you can be avoid these areas the cops pull you over Stand you do this cues. do this all it's this the stuff. same conversation that my great grandmother probably had with my grandmother at one yeah, point. Exactly. But what when you don't under- she was segregated, like But it's still the same. And yeah, people don't yeah. realize that. It's like, oh well you could just go here. You'll be fine. Like you're a black person. Like, you no. can be in Whole Foods. 
But what you have to understand is I am 10 times more likely to get, you know, followed around or ignored completely yeah. in environments or like that. Shot or, or a shot. Or, you know, right. some shit pops off and I'm Blames. the first person getting looked at. And I'm like, yeah. bitch, I was over here minding my business just like the rest right. of these motherfuckers. Right. Like, what yeah. do you Like mean? I told you earlier, like, the whole there's a time and place for everything. Mm-hmm. Every black parent has that talk with their black child because that is, that's a thing. Do not act... Do not act out or act too black in certain situations yeah. because it will make everybody uncomfortable. It will make everything uncomfortable. It will make mm-hmm. your yeah. situation that your much safety. worse. Yes, the safety will will be at play. Yeah. That's at the that whole. Point. That's the whole point of the talk is safety. Exactly. Yeah. Just, right. Because like play I, safe because these people all here don't give a fuck and they'll get away with it. Yeah. Which is why situations like Breonna Taylor like is. Is enraged as people were about that. That's mm-hmm. an everyday reality for a black person. Yeah, that's, that's, thing. that's the Every talk day. we get. Yeah. Is be careful because anything like that could happen to you, and you just don't know when or if it could ever happen. It's just like that's you gotta thing. stay on your p's and q's. Like I, I had zero clue that that happened tremendously consistently across all black families. Yeah. Like this mm-hmm. is like every single black guest I've had, I've asked this question. It's like, worse you get the, and I'm just like. <laughs> The South's even worse. I had no yeah. clue. And I was like, <laughs> I went to like some, like, I went to Tate's Creek Middle School. Like, yeah. I w- I've been in some pretty shitty schools. I've yeah. had, you know, been around the culture and all yeah. that. Never in my life did I know that there was a talk that you all had, like, consistently. Yeah. And at first I was like, is that even a good thing? Like, is that good to, like, put these ideas into kids? It's like, hey, you're black. You got to act a certain way. And I was like. It's not even if it's good survival. or not. It's like this is literally safety. This, this is, is literally, literally yeah. It's like there's like no option this is, for this. Yeah, this is not about just like, like trying to hide your blackness. This is literally trying right. to survive. Like it's like there's no don't not getting jumped, not getting yeah. Tough, and not it getting doesn't killed. even have to be that extreme. Like as a, as a black woman, mm-hmm. I know there are plenty of situations where you know if I'm blonde hair, blue eyes, and I reacted the way that mm-hmm. I want to, everything will go in my favor, and yeah. nobody will question it. Oh, yeah. It's a care moment, and we laugh about stuff like that, but yeah. that's a reality. Like, that's something that I had to face working in fine dining because, I mean, y'all know me. I have a very, like, outspoken personality, Yeah. Um. even though I am a bit of an introvert, but, like, I'm going to say what the fuck I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah. And here we are. Like, right. I'm going to be honest and straightforward See, about that's it. that's the problem. Right. When we get passionate and, like, say what we want to say, it's... Bruh. It's um attitude. I'm trying yeah. to tell you. And it's yeah. disrespect. And it's like, no. I wish I could really... I wish I had a GoPro on my head so y'all can see the way yeah. that people perceive me differently if they've like been into whole body. Right. And they've talked to me and I've actually explained things to them and helped them understand. They will walk past everybody else and whole body. Oh, Lynn, you're here. Great. Can you... And I'm just like... You're the same person that walked right past me to get to my white supervisor yeah, yeah. two months ago. Right. And now every fucking time I'm at work, you will not leave me alone for a solid yeah. 30 minutes and ask me six million questions. Right. But why is that? Right. Why is that? Why is it that, you know, I can go into some environments and be as knowledgeable and understanding and be great at what I do. Mm-hmm. But the moment that I'm upset about something or the moment that I feel like this situation is not working out well and I want to speak about it. Now you're like perceived as like fanatical. I'm already, I'm aggressive. I'm upset. Right. You know, I'm an angry black woman. Yeah. Why is that normal for me? And why is that something that I have to navigate on a day-to-day basis? Mm -hmm. Why should I have to give a fuck? Because we talk with passion. Yeah. And I do. Yeah. I mean like it's that speaking with passion for Mm -hmm. sure. It's also just like an overwhelming like cultural narrative about black people in general yeah. right yeah it's like yeah, there's, we're, there's, we're loud we're 
we're so angry it's all the, the same time. shit they envy though it's yeah. the same exact culture right. that they are literally laying they want... their sponge into yeah. and soaking up like the Kardashian family yeah. and making billions of dollars off of it. Yeah, yeah Like, true. why is it the fuck when Khloe Kardashian wears braids, all of a sudden, it's all over, you know, Vogue magazine. Yeah, yeah. I got a homegirl that's had those braids all her life. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. This has always been a thing. Yeah. This is thing, normal. The thing is, like, for Kardashian getting those braids, it's a look. Oh, it's when a we, vibe. When we get the braid, it's... It's a protective hairstyle. Yeah, because yeah. It's because we're doing it for for our hair longevity. Yeah. So right. we can make that's our hair why black long, women wear wigs, bro. Yeah. People are like, why do black women feel the need to go out and buy hair that's not theirs? Bitch, because it takes me two days yeah. for me to make sure my hair looks decent. Right. For me to be able to work my corporate job. See, yeah. okay, like, <laughs> like what? literally, because I would literally. 30 minutes ago, I was that person like, why do black people wear wigs? Like, Because I had no idea all this Maybe. hair shit that you went through. All I knew was that, like, don't fuck with their hair. It's just, just don't do it. Yeah. Right? Listen. But now that I know, it's like, wow, okay, it makes a lot more sense. Way more ability for me to empathize to with understand. that now. To understand, To be yeah. like, all right, I get it. Like, yeah, you wear a wig, that's fine. It's like, you got to deal with more than I do. Right. It's like with, for example, like, the dichotomy between men and women. Mm -hmm. Women are just naturally oppressed by nature they ovulate they make babies those are things that just are an inherent part of their nature that they have to deal with and like i don't have to deal with that i i can understand it i would mm -hmm. never be able to actually fully empathize with right. that because i don't know what it's like because you don't know what it's like right? to feel like somebody has kicked you in the damn stomach exactly. in the middle of you trying to do your job right <laughs> and now it's just like with yeah. black people it's the same thing it's like Oh, it's like you have all this hair stuff to do. It's like I, I can empathize. I can understand. I will never fully understand what that, what it feels like. Don't worry, to Paris, be through I'm that. gonna give you a full blown hair routine. But I promise <laughs> you're gonna have to like commit time to it every single day, and you have to set aside that you know, time. I'll do it. I'll do it for the. You but have to. Just like it'll just feel so disingenuous for me though, because I know at one point I'll be like, I could just not do this anymore, <laughs> right? But like, you have for other option. people, yeah, for yeah. other people, that's not an option. That was that was, right. I hated it. Having to, to feel like I had a need to do it to my hair every day, I was just like, that's just so just not worth it. And some days you don't have to, but everybody's curl pattern is different. Yeah. True. Like, the same thing that may work for me is not going to work for Seth. Mm -hmm. True. The same products that work so for then, me. Like, my, my barber tells me on something, he's like, you have so, like 10 different grades of hair. Yeah, I have to. <laughs> yeah. Like the top of my hair like, is a lot straighter. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas the back back here is a, a lot more like coarse or nappy, quote unquote. Right. Um. So more when I get my hair, yeah, no, the shit in the back looks great. I can do very little to that surprisingly, but up here in the top, yeah, I have to apply you know more curl products. I have mm -hmm. to leave my twist out in a little longer for it to be nearly as defined and for the curl to catch. Yeah. The way that I want it to than the back of my head. Yeah, see, that's just so or much. Or perms. Like, I haven't even gotten on the subject of perms <laughs> or straightening the hair. This is a whole, so like... So bad for your hair. No, bro, it's not just, like, your hair alone, though. Like, your whole mm -hmm. being, I feel like, compromising who you are, the, the person well, that God put on this earth. That's the thing, is, like, in. those things wouldn't be necessary unless you had to fit into the society at large, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like, like yeah. there's there's actually not an essential necessity for that. At all. And you could totally let your hair do whatever. But, like, right. then you enter society and it's different now. Yeah. And it's like... I mean, shit, the military just started allowing black women to, like, have braids and shit not too yeah. long ago. Like, something like natural hair or locks. Yeah. You couldn't have that shit. Right. And I get it from a certain standpoint of like safety with dealing with some things, but at the same time, 
I don't. Like, if I'm not yeah. an engineer in the army blowing up shit, why the fuck does it matter if I have weave on my head? Like, For real. Even still, why does it matter? Why does it matter? Because the military matter. is about destroying your individuality and making you a pawn. It's not just the military, though. <laughs> like, that's right, just right. The, this you is, know. This is a perception underlying... of society in general, yeah. But, like, yeah. We you still know, live in a very white society. But, like, there's also that equal aspect of you realizing that you have to adapt to it as well. Mm -hmm. Like, right? There's that, like, of course, society pushes in one way, but you have to push back. Right. And, like, recognize that that is a necessity of you to present yourself in a way into society. But also, it's not necessary, though, right? I like, get that you could with equally not and face do... piercings, right. but I don't. Like, this is the shit I'm born with. I really right. can't change this unless I go through some extreme process. Mm -hmm. I can take a nose piercing out. I can cover up a tattoo. Yeah. What the fuck do you want me to do about this hair on my head? Because yeah. it is what it is. Right. You know? And I'm not, like, even with the time that I do have outside of work and sleeping, I don't have enough time for that shit. Yeah. Or the money. Yeah. Because That's a lot. Because my, my price for going to the beauty salon mm -hmm. is higher, especially when my hair gets longer. Mm -hmm. That shit gets expensive as fuck. Yeah, see, I spend 40 bucks every three months, and that's it. Like, three months? Right, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was in a salon every two weeks see? from middle school and high school. Right. Every two weeks. I just got a fade at the beginning of college because, yeah. one, I moved down to North Carolina and didn't fucking know a soul. Yeah. Two, I couldn't get to a damn beauty salon, and who the fuck was paying the 80 or $90 that my mom was paying every two weeks yeah. for my head to look presentable mm -hmm. and to, for me to fit in and feel comfortable at yeah. Dunbar. <laughs> Yeah, Dunbar too. I mean, I guess Dunbar was pretty. Dunbar was mixed pretty well because yeah. they bust all of us little black kids yeah. from the west end of Lexington yeah. over here. Right. And I was blessed enough to where I went to Rosa Parks when yeah. I was younger. I went yeah. from Providence Montessori to Rosa Parks. Yeah. And then I went to Leestown and then I went to Dunbar, which was a mix of all of my yeah. other school experiences into one. Right. So that's why high school was fine for me because I already knew everybody. Yeah. Like it really wasn't like a oh I got new people to look. Like, nah, bro, these are the same motherfuckers I've been seeing all my life. Yeah, I know these people. Yeah, right. But it's it's hard, you know? Yeah, so I think it's so, something that people should talk about a bit more. Well, I think, you know, back to, like, my man versus woman analogy, it's like there's just some things that, like, people have are just limited by naturally, just yeah. by nature. Just, it's nothing that is their fault of their choice. It's just, right. like, it is limiting them in their capacity to live, right? And, like, people like me like half white males like i have none of that right right i don't ovulate i don't have to deal with my hair i don't have to do this or that i just have to like brush my shit take a shower don't smell right say yes ma'am no ma'am that's it your beauty but, standard like, is different yeah and like that's it my box is so small and like as long as i just like fucking open that box every day and just like do it i'm good but like some people just have so much more to do and that's really hard to wrap your head around because right. like especially when you're fed this whole thing everyone's equal everyone's this everyone's that we shouldn't have to do what we do but we have to to look baby i have to wake up at least mm -hmm. two hours before i have to leave the work to make sure that all of my fucking shit is together yeah like exactly <laughs> right i i can wake up like 20 minutes before work and just go but i have to do that now yeah I like i couldn't do that with my hair but I think I think that's a really hard like discussion to have with people because it's like you just you, it's just impossible to understand. Yeah. You ever yeah. had you ever had a friend that was like severely depressed, mm -hmm. like so depressed, and it's like you want to be there for them, but it's like I will never understand 
had that how you friend, feel. been that friend. Right. Yeah. So for me, <laughs> I've never been that, like, I've been sad, yeah. you know, but I've never been, like, in the dumps, like, mm-hmm. like just wanting to kill myself, all that stuff. Like, that's never happened to me. It's so when I have friends that go through it. that, it's just like, I want to be there and empathize with you for it, but yeah. I know for a fact I can never get on your level of understanding of what this is. It. And it's like, I have, and, like, that's, I think that's the point of humility that we're missing from a lot of things. It's like, people think that it's like, they're sad. It's like, oh, it'll be okay. Just it'll like do these things. Just like here, let's go out to lunch or something. It's like, it's like no, no, no. You you need to first acknowledge that you do not even come close to understanding the chasm of feelings that is in here. Mm-hmm. And like without yeah. that humility first, like there's no progress. Yeah. And I think there that's that that's something about white people in particular that I see is like they immediately like all right what are the solutions it's like yeah wait a second nah bro what could, <laughs> right? what could you do to make it better you right. could do this you could do that it's you like... could actually be devoting your time more okay but what the fuck am I gonna do about this trauma that's lingering over right. my head that has that so you far in a hole. cannot yeah. relate to in any way you shape or yeah. fashion and then like... you add the extra bullshit of being a black person onto that. Yeah. Or like a minority period and the different things that your community is dealing with. Right. And it's like no wh- white people think that people want answers from them. It's just like we don't no one wants answers from you. Right. We want you to be like accountable. I under like yeah. I I think that's what people want. It's like I will not understand. I can never understand what you're going through. But I will be in my power any way to help and just be humble about it because it's like you don't have the answers. I'm sorry. If you don't have the same problems, you'll have the same answers. It's yeah. just like that's all it is. And when people try to spew these like, oh, do this, do that, like get right. yourself, it's like it's so disingenuine. Yeah. It's just so fake. You're it's like, also disrespectful no, no, no. as hell to me. Because yeah. I feel like if somebody's really going through something, I can't sit here and tell you, oh, well, you don't have a right to feel that way or you don't have a right to approach that thing. Like, right. You could be doing this better. Yeah, you haven't tried this, this, or that. You saved like... the fucking time for that. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a cop out of real empathy. It's yeah. just like, yeah. well, if I give you answers, it's like giving someone answers to a test. It's like, here are the answers, you're going to ace it. It's like, you didn't learn anything or even giving people no. money that's also right. not like while the conversation of reparations often like always comes up in the black community while i would appreciate that at the same time that's not going to fix the fact that i have to face so many other challenges and hurdles yeah in order for me to just have the same exact opportunities as a white man who has the same education mm-hmm. and the same experience as me yeah but he doesn't have all that other shit on his plate. While he does That's have his thing. own challenges, I'm not going to act like he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. That's but like, right. there's so many other things that you have to face. Like, the the hardest job I ever will have, honestly, like I said, fine dining. Yeah. Being a plus-size black woman that often wore protective styles, like big buns or whatever, that was one of the hardest experiences in my life. Because mm-hmm. I'm kind of, like, first of all, people automatically don't think that I'm capable. Yeah. You know, whole yeah. time I, I'm a trainer and I'm one of the top servers in the restaurant. Like, mm-hmm. that 16 top of businessmen that's going to come in that's going to want full wine service mm-hmm. and expect everything to be perfect, I'm going to be the person that's going to get put on their job because I'm going to make sure my business is handled. Mm-hmm. But I won't get the same respect. Right, right. But on from the face the, value, it's just like... Like, no. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's so... You know, and like... And, and here's the really fucked up part about all of that, right? America 
is the most progressive when it comes to that stuff. Yeah. America is the most understanding and the most empathetic towards other people. But not at the same time. But <laughs> the, what I'm that saying is that how if you go far to an, away the other world is. Like, I mean, yeah, like, that 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 because that's what I talk about like with my Japanese experience. Yeah. If you were to go to Japan and try to do fine dining, they'd be like we don't hire black people yep <laughs> and it'd be like how did you get here it would be it, it would be it would be such a different conversation I'm trying to tell you. right and it's like you, you think about all the shit that goes on in america and then you're like we are leading the charge in progressive racial thought and we're still struggling the thing is we're leading it but like yeah like people who actually deal with it so the blind like, leading the blind yeah exactly <laughs> it's what it is it literally is that it, it's so okay like, Okay, let me tell you one of the most powerful moments in my life is um, the same guy, Brandon, that I had on here that I had that conversation about the talk. Mm -hmm. Um, One year I was in Japan for a long time and then like his girlfriend posted that he was going to Japan on Facebook. I was like, what the fuck? No way. So like I hit him up. I was like, dude, where are you at? Why are you here? What are you doing? Let's hang out. Are you there at this time? I was already in Japan and then he had just showed up and he was with some group called Black Men Working. BMW. Yeah, BMW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Brandon who? What's his last name? Hardy. Fucking weak. Do I know him? Brandon Hardy. He's like my height. He's mm-hmm. got long dreads. Um, what what high school did he go to? Henry Clay. Um, that's why I don't. Yeah. Yeah, like had you said like Brown Station or Dunbar, like this like my normal dish to people. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I'll probably know them and yeah. they probably yeah. know me. Like, Brown yeah. Station. Right. Boy. Right. Okay. And ooh, child. <laughs> but so he was there with his group of people, and I was like. They were at some place in Tokyo. I was like, "Bet I will meet you there tomorrow." Right. And like, I just go and meet him up, meet up with them. And I was like, I didn't realize the group he was with, but there's like thirty other big ass black dudes there. And I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, you're here with the group." I was like, yeah. "That's that's what's up. It's cool." And then like his chaperones were with me, or were with all of them, or whatever. And we get to Shibuya, and they're like, "Hey, these kids need to like get money. Like, can we find like a." like an international ATM yeah. and I had service and all that. And I was like, I knew I had to get places. I was like, I got you. All right, found it. Let's go. And so it's like, I'm leading, you know, these group of people to like a, a bank to, so they can get money. Yeah. And like, next thing I realize, like I'm at the front of the line of these, just like group of 30 big old black dudes. Yeah. And then I start looking around. I'm like, all, like, all these Japanese people are like, <laughs> stressed yeah stressed out (laughs) just press they're like oh my god some of them are like whatever and like it's cool but like a lot of them are like what's going on Mm -hmm. just looking like we're a fucking basketball team or something and i was like that's what they think too they're like what nba team is this yeah why do i have to be a goddamn nba player to be a black person in damn japan that's what i'm saying (laughs) and like they just have no idea but like the thing about asians and black people is like they're they're their sort of like racist thought is very like innocent because mm-hmm. like they're not integrated with the people yeah like their questions are like why are you white on this side but black on this side right. it's like it's like almost funny mm-hmm. and like they're way more understanding because yeah. they don't have that threat of not threat but like they don't have that pressure of this group of people living in this country with you mm-hmm. you know co-mingling coexisting because when yeah. it comes to like yeah. chinese people or brazilians are a big deal right now in japan mm-hmm. they're like hey go go home we don't want you here like we don't they don't let people immigrate into japan because they're like we're japan 
Yeah. Only Japanese people. Yeah. Sorry. And like they're at closed borders unless yeah. you come here for work for a little bit. But like even then they're like, hey, come do your work. You got to be out. contributing to be here. Yeah. Like if you're not going to be paying us a little bit of money off of that check, you right. got to go the fuck home. <laughs> yeah. This ain't it for you. And like yeah. part of that, you're like respect. All right. That's that's you. Right. That's cool. That's what it is. But like when you come to like a more humanistic view of it, you're like, that's also not cool. Cause it's like, fucked up, y'all. Yeah. It's like you shouldn't look at people differently about these things and it made me realize how behind they were in terms of like racial mm. you know problems but and they're I not was... at the same time because a lot of japanese culture especially like with like streetwear mm-hmm. is so infused with black culture yeah. oh, no, the no world clothes wise yeah the world is obsessed with obsessed. Black culture. culture wise yeah culture yeah. wise what music sports me, black fashion culture, we, black we fuel all of that the, mm-hmm. the entertainment industry yeah is literally right. being powered music, by black people clothes, that don't get paid like, oh respectively you know they don't they mm-hmm. don't get the creative pay that they deserve or the credit I mean, you'll see all the time on Twitter because I have a lot of friends who create clothes and stuff. They'll create something, and the next thing you know, here comes like that. Like it'll be successful, mm-hmm. and here comes Fashion Nova with an exact copy, with like maybe a stitch in uh, one wrong place, yeah, yeah. and they're selling a shitload of that them. fast fashion yeah. shit. Yeah, that shit happens, right? Like the lack. I mean, a lot of American culture too should be credited to Black people. You know, uh, people don't seem to realize yeah. no. is that even black though we're culture display, has. Is, is the world almost at this point like black yeah, culture like. easily I mean black culture in America is the culture of America like, yeah they're, they're, absolutely 100% uh, like what was the last thing that white people did like fucking not cricket what's that other one where you hit the ball through the little gates <laughs> golf? not oh, golf no. Cro- um, Cro- croquet. croquet yeah I'm it's like right crying. some dumb shit like that like who the fuck cares about croquet meanwhile the yeah. NBA yeah <laughs> NBA, NFL. Right. It's like right. the only other thing that white people have made since then is like the Great British Baking Show. Right. It's like great. It wasn't even America. Like I would say that was, that was also British. So yeah. like, we still like don't get any credit it's for It's so wild how like, you're right, like black people literally create culture. Yeah. And then everyone just like likes Sucks it. it up and doesn't so yeah, give them we credit. create the, the fashion, the words, the music. The food. The food. Yeah. And white people just eat it all up and they're like, what are you doing here? Pay your black creators. Yeah, right. Pay them so and how pay did them you well. get here? Can I touch your hair? Can I touch your hair? <laughs> what the it's fuck? Like, it's no. disrespect. That weave, that weave you got on Becky is because of me. Like, <laughs> right. For real. And the, oh, only black inch. women wear Like, no. I know plenty of white women that also get extensions bundles, installed. Up. Mm-hmm. Bundles. But you just assume that it's hers. And then why do you look at mine and think that it's fake? I know. It's, you know what's funny? It's going to happen with these lots. Every, I know it is. Everybody, like, everybody oh. thinks Ariana Grande's ponytail is real. I'm just like, do y'all not... <sighs> Do y'all see the do y'all see the length of this ponytail? But be tearing Beyonce's little lace fronts up. Like y'all are not go No. It's just like, bro. No. <laughs> I just don't get it. Why? Because it's easier though. It's easier to sit there and critique what somebody else is doing and, and feed off of that at the same well, time. Well yeah, that's what happens, like we said earlier, when you don't have anything else to do to fill up those eight hours, you instead decide to criticize what other people do with their yeah. eight hours. And it's yeah. like that's great. Like you said, mm-hmm. you have to be a miserable person to do that. And a lot of people are miserable, true. though. That's true. A lot of people are it fucking really miserable. We got, I mean, capitalism is great in yeah. a sense. Like, ideal-wise, capitalism is awesome. The execution of capitalism, though, in a positive manner in America That's the thing. is shitty. Yeah. 
we should have taken that trash out a very long time ago. It's because people are naturally greedy. Yeah, it's like yeah. if if people weren't greedy, if that if that emotion didn't exist, capitalism would be perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it would be like that whole trickle down shit would work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, John Mackey would be like, you know what? Yeah, I'll take. I don't need a paycheck this year. I make exactly, millions yeah. from sponsors. Jeff Bezos would be like, I don't yeah. need a quarterly. Right, well, earnings I'm gonna this, help you out. Quarter. That's a great example, though, and you can see the shift in our comfort as people at Whole Foods from the Amazon coming in and taking over Whole Foods and how that's impacted our culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, the dress code alone. Oh, man. The dress code, I literally I'm applied right to now. Y'all better come dress correctly because I'm a snitch. I mean, listen, baby, you can <laughs> do what tried, you want to do. They tried to send me home one day, and I was like, all right, bet, so that's how we going to play. For what? For having riding on my arm on my hoodie. Baby. I was like, listen, what you need to understand is I have to drive across town to change clothes. And sweetheart, once I drive across town, unless somebody will be filling up my gas tank, I'm not coming back. So you just going to have to take that L in them days and run that PTO. I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. I'm not driving that, back. Yeah, I like for riding on your shirt. Like that's it. I don't understand. That's like, why I wear the same shit to work because this is safe. Yeah. Same. We, I got a hoodie for our department. Our department <laughs> got hoodies. I was like, that's what I'm wearing. That's, that's exactly that's what I'm putting it. on, yeah, bro. Like, like, there's you... no need to go outside. But still, like, if I wanted to, I would like to be able to, like, wear something else. You wear know? some cool shit to express yeah. who you are as a person. Right. Because it's work. No one actually cares. Mm-hmm. No one cares if cashiers sit. Like, it's like... They do it all day, and all day is just as fucking busy. Yeah, If not real. busier than hopeful. It's like, who's over here? It's like, uh... Stand up and scan my groceries. Like, fuck out of here, dude. Yeah, only people who are saying that bag. is like Mitch McConnell. He's the only person that's saying <laughs> that dumbass shit. Like, uh, yeah. Honestly, if I was a, like, as a customer, I want to see my cashier not standing. Like, right. I, I already know your back is hurting so bad. Yeah. On that concrete floor. On people don't understand floor. that. Right. Like, my last two restaurants that I worked in was concrete. Oh, so. God. Like, do you need a break? I know you're tired, and those I little mats be flimsy. Like, no. See, that's why I couldn't be a cashier. I already told them that. That's why I stopped prom shopping. I hate really? how redundant that shit is. Yeah. And the lack of human interaction. Like, I could probably be a cashier, but at the same time, the way that some of those people come through the line, that's it's not. probably best that I don't yeah. deal with people like that. I hear some of the horror stories of these yeah. little white girls getting picked on by, like, random dudes. And whole, I'm like, dude. What's, my call? What's her name? Right. Maya. Her horror stories lets me know right there that I could not be a cashier. I bet she has some special circumstances to her horror stories, too. Oh, my God. She gets it from all ends, though. Maya is a black German girl who is naturally very, very pretty. Gorgeous. Yeah. So she... Oh, with a resting bitch face. With right. a resting to bitch envy. face. <laughs> to envy. <laughs> with she's she's best, serving. She's literally an icon. Yeah. Whole Foods. yeah. Like, people know it's like that really beautiful cashier girl. But she like, hates... I know who you're talking she about. She hates hearing that. I bet she does. It. Yeah. It. I bet she's Cannot done with it. Stand she's it. like, what? Yeah. She's like, leave me alone. She's like, <laughs> yeah. she's literally like, leave me alone. Right? <laughs> I can't hear her say it now. Bro, she... Hates it with so much passion. It's like, oh my god! Like she knows she's a pretty girl, and she like I told her tell me how beautiful she she's is. Like, okay. She, she yeah. hates hearing it all the time. Like she cannot stand it. Like, yeah, no kidding. Oh my god, I'd be so fucking. Especially when you're like exotic looking like yeah. that. It's just like, oh my god. I'm so happy that I was like 
you know, I'm happy I got the super black features that people like try to shy away from that people go on your face. So I'm like, oh, I have a big mouth. And my skin is dark and my hair is nappy. Yeah. I love that mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. people don't have all the extra people, standards and stuff with right. me and my beauty all the time. Like, my yeah. hair is a little different. Right. That's different for yeah. every black it's, woman. It's so weird. Like, even mm-hmm. though, like, they shouldn't, people shy away from people like Lynn because she's Absolutely. darker. And I'm bigger. Yeah. And then they, yeah. they, they love people like Maya because she's so light skinned. And she, yeah. And she's a lot more likely to bite your damn head off than I am. Oh, yeah. Maya. <laughs> you can see it. Yeah. And that's the kind of fucked up, twisted shit that people are into though people don't right? think yeah, about like that shit the, the, the shitty people that like are gonna harass are like oh on a pu- on a push her buttons hopefully she smacks me in the face or something i'll whack off to that later but i do it's that shit weird. and they're like oh my god you're just so mean yeah you're just so black and i'm like yo <laughs> i don't right, have a dick but right if i here, had buddy. one you could eat it yeah <laughs> like it's for real like, well, who the fuck do you think you are? Maya's had some creeps. Some creeps I, uh, yeah. talk to her. I, I bet imagine. she has. I would be scared for my safety, honestly. Uh, even as a woman, I'm still scared anyway. Mm-hmm. Just because there are so many women getting snatched up. Especially minority women. Like, if you take a second to sit and look at the missing person. For, like, children. Yeah. There are a lot of black and mm-hmm. Hispanic kids on there. A lot. And a lot of black women going missing. I see it on my timeline every day. And I always, like, every time I see it, I make it a point to, like, just tweet out, like, people that I don't even know on a personal level. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, be safe out here because they are snatching people yeah. the fuck up. And they're not going to look for me and you the same way that they're going to look for Sarah. Yeah. They're not going to do it. There's not going to be, you know, a strong, like, manpower behind finding a little the brown or black kid you know what i'm saying the same yeah. way it's gonna be a white kid it's just not gonna happen yeah even though you know my tax dollars gets taken out of my check the same way it gets taken out of my coworker, you know and we look nothing alike yeah it's the same service we're both paying for yeah but we're not treated the same isn't that weird it's, it's just not so even weird yeah it's fucked up I mean, yeah. It's just fucked yeah. up. Yeah. Like, I, I don't even believe in sugarcoating that. That's why when we talk about situations like the Breonna Taylors or the David uh, McAtee, I believe I'm saying that correctly, mm-hmm. up in Louisville, you see shit like that, and you're just like, those are two contributing members to society. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, they may have made their mistakes at one point. Mm-hmm. We all have, but yeah. some of us just didn't get caught. Yeah. A lot of us don't get caught. A lot of a, a lot of people are protected from getting caught. Yeah, a lot of people are protected yeah. from getting caught. And even when they do get caught, you know, it's, oh, well, you know, Chief Sergeant so-and-so is our neighbor from down the street, or he goes to church with us, so we'll just right. figure something out and call in a favor. Rape of a minor, it's like, yeah, 15 months probation, you know? He's just such a contributing member to society. And does absolutely fucking nothing but... Meanwhile, like, Darrell and, like, you know, has got, like, an eighth in his back pocket, gets 10 years. 10. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> or he has nothing. Yeah. But he's sitting there trying to figure out, you know, why the fuck am I being arrested and handled like a criminal, like yeah. a, a violent person? Mm-hmm. And he gets killed in the process. Yeah. And somebody's going to, you know, they're going to fight it for a little bit and say that it's justified. But when people call their bullshit on it, mm-hmm. then they're ready to just write a check like that's going to bring somebody's loved one back. Yeah. It doesn't work. That's like what happened that, with bro. the Breonna Taylor that's thing, exactly. too, right? But. And I mean, I mean that was got, fucked up because right before that was right before they had the jury too about they the whole situation. Purpose, yeah. I need you to understand that right. the way they presented that and knowing the way the media was going to manipulate that. Oh, you, people, well, why would you take the money? I wouldn't. Uh, baby, da, 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 right. If that's <laughs> yeah. the one in, in my mind as a black person, if that's going to be the one thing that's going to level the playing field a bit for me and my family. Yeah. 
I told my mom straight up. I'm like, Mom, you already know how I am. I'm mouthing. Like, I've pulled police officers over before mm-hmm. in my regular-ass car. Like, you rolled my tail two miles through downtown Greensboro. Right. You were damn near in my back seat sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I flagged the officer down and asked him what the fuck was the reason for that shit outside of intimidate me. Yeah. But that's just the type of person I am. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because there are plenty of people that won't do that. Right. But their parent will still, their loved one will still have to go identify their body in the morgue because yeah. they didn't move the way the police officer wanted them to and they felt threatened. Mm-hmm. That's not a reality for everybody. No, not even close. Nobody wants to talk about that. Like I've, I've never feared the cops in my life. Well, <laughs> I've like kind of feared them in a way. But yeah. I have not been like scared. Not in a life-threatening way. I've been scared for my life every time I've been pulled over by a cop. Bro, thinking I wasn't going to make it home. If I'm being followed. Yeah. If, if a cop was around me, I feel so unsafe. Tense. It is crazy. I feel tense. And and how do you operate? I roll my windows up. What? So they don't see my skin. Maybe <laughs> I have literally been scared riding around with my fro sometimes because I know they can still see through the tent mm-hmm. and still want to harass me. Like, what kind of world do you expect somebody to survive in where the person who you pay to protect you yeah. is just as much of a threat than the person that's going to try to hurt you for something you got? Mm-hmm. I got... That's funny. I feel way more comfortable going seeing a drug dealer than I do a cop. Any day of the week. <laughs> right. Any day of the fucking week. Like, you could be in the ghettoest part of Lexington and I would feel so comfortable going to that house. And welcomed. And welcomed. And welcomed. Yeah. Versus being pulled over by a cop. There's just no way I, would, I just... I just don't... I never feel comfortable being pulled over by a cop. If you drive into... Ever since that Facebook Live of that man being shot in front of his daughter and his wife... I have never Could you imagine that felt though? safe in front of a cop. Like you work so hard, you go to school, you know, hell, you could be a fucking doctor. Mm-hmm. Just got your life to Just got that. all your shit is perfect and you're riding around in the car that you work so fucking hard for. You're going to be harassed for that. Just put out your could... new wallet that you yeah. just bought and they thought it was a gun and shot you seven and times in you. the test. Like that's a conversation I'm going to have to have with my kid one day if I decide that's to raise the them in America. Combo, yeah. That's the conversation. Like, damn. Sad. No sudden movements. The combo I have to have with my kid was don't pull out your wallet too fast because they will think it's a gun and they keep will shoot on Keep that shit in the glove. I literally Don't keep, touch it. Tell I them to get it. copies of my registration and my license in my sun visor in my car. Yeah. I can't hide a pistol right there you know what i'm saying like i don't even want to reach or make any sudden movements because they're already going to be like down in my during the coronavirus if i get pulled over i promise you they're probably gonna make me step out of the car anyway because i'm not there's officers i saw officer have somebody pulled over with no mask on baby you're gonna have to talk to me through this fucking window or you're gonna have to go put that n95 on because i know my tax dollars can fucking afford it just that interaction alone yeah it's something that i'm gonna have to have a conversation with my child about one day yeah and that's that's so unfortunate too because like for me growing up race was never a topic of conversation Mm -hmm. never it was never brought up yeah i think it's an asian thing i think it's like shut the fuck up study (laughs) it's like that's it like (laughs) and and that's not necessarily the best way it's not the best but you know there's a lot of questions i had because i was like i'm asian i'm clearly different than everybody else Everyone tells me I have a small dick and I'm good at math. Like, what does that mean? It's like, shut up and be good at math. That's what it means. It's right. like, okay, I guess. There's a pressure yeah. there. Yeah. But I mean, like, but this, this is the differentiation I make 
it's like because i'm being japanese i get grouped in with minorities it's like no 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 no. my experience is way different yeah way different than black and brown people like i actually in terms of privilege i put myself above white people but being half white and half japanese like not only am i white so like cops don't see me as a threat they but for some, smart. they see me as smart and like a member of society. Yeah. But also, I can have this conversation with you all and not feel like I'm like intruding as like a white person on some territory that's unknown. It's like, mm-hmm. no. Why is it that like other ethnic minorities feel more comfortable talking to me about stuff than like a purely white person? Even if you can't identify with what we're talking about, though, you do have the ability to say, you know what? I know what it's like for society to try to push me into this certain box regardless of how different I am, regardless of how much I contribute. I understand what it's like to be oppressed. And that is the basic connection in our conversation. Yeah. And in fact, like the weird thing is, is my understanding of like oppression comes more from when I was living, like spending time in Japan, Mm -hmm. being the only not completely Japanese person. And people looking at me weird then. Yeah. And then at that point, I was like, oh, I get it. People are just like, there's something different going on. Because, I mean, in Japan, everyone's Japanese. Everyone. Not a single other person. Like, ever. Especially in school. Like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. a not Japanese person in school? You're just like... So it was weird. What the fuck's happening? Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I would get picked on for weird things. Yeah. But then at the end of the day, I was like, I don't know if I really care that they do that because like i'm still making friends like i'm still having a good time but like, you're still able to live and function yeah so like i kind of get like i definitely have the inklings of like understanding of it but like mm-hmm. the degree to which i experienced it is just nothing nothing compared to like my black and brown friends and i hate being like grouped into like the same experience as that because i'm like no 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 like, no. <laughs> you <laughs> think white it. privilege is good try having half white half asian privilege like the the world's Golden at my privilege. fingertips it Golden. really is yeah <laughs> it literally like i get like like i can talk to you all cops don't see me as a problem i get affirmative action payments to go to school like you don't get followed around the grocery store not even a little bit like people are much more likely to follow me around target than following you around and you could be robbing there's a lady that comes in and steals at whole foods regularly <laughs> like they know her at this point yeah it's like an older white lady she might be in her 40s she doesn't look threatening you know but the bitch has been robbing the whole body department blonde for like the past month and some shit like she's consistently still i'm like why the fuck don't y'all kick her out of here right because had she looked like me she would already been banned from the store yeah easily or in jail or something in jail the cops would have been called as soon as my car pulled in the mm -hmm. fucking parking lot yeah but that's a that's a privilege she gets yeah yeah She's not a threat. She's not going to get right. followed around the store. But me, I've been followed around yeah. groceries. Like, I've been followed around a grocery store. I've been followed around Target. Right. And I turn around and look at people like, why the fuck are you following me? Would you like to swipe my car for all the shit that's in my fucking hand? Because yeah. it's going to clear. Yeah, right. I know it's going to clear because I plan on walking up to the fucking register with it. Yeah. Quit playing with me. And people don't want to have that conversation. Because, of course, when I say it, I'm going to appear threatening. Mm-hmm. When in reality, I'm just speaking the fucking truth. Yeah. Yeah, and it's frustrating too. It's like, how are you supposed to say that and not sound angry? And it happens when you have when you've dealt with it your whole life. Yeah, it's like, how are you not gonna be like? It's like having right. the same problem every day. 
Right. And how you're and not, then like, not God getting annoyed damn it. with it. Right. Yeah, it's like, oh, you're like, going to be upset with this fact. Happens in Sorry they got an attitude, but you're the 500th white person right. to touch my hair today. Like, I don't. Why are you so angry? And some days you just don't want to be fucking Bitch. bothered. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. pretty sure a damn animal at a petting zoo would say the goddamn same thing. Like, bitch, don't touch my fucking hair again. I'm over trying to eat my food. Right. And you want to pet me? Leave me the fuck alone. The same reason why you cuss me out over a mask on your face is the same reason why I cuss you out about touching my head. Like, yeah. What's wrong with you? It's a simple, it's a simple thing. Like, I don't want that. And even then, it's not like, the same to me. Not. Because you are actively choosing. To, to feel like you have the right mm-hmm. to put your hands on me. Yeah. A fucking mask. At that point, you're not being selfish by wearing it. It's not hurting you. Mm-hmm. It's not really cutting off your oxygen supply. You're just basically saying, hey, it's I don't not. give a fuck about everybody else around me and what y'all got going on because yeah. that's not my problem. Which is the same exact way that I feel like white people have approached race for years. Well, that's not my problem. That's not my issue. Me and right. my family don't experience that. So why should I give a fuck? Well, exactly. Because yeah. white people don't see themselves in racial terms because they think they're without race. Right. And it's like, you're white. That is a race. That's a race, bro. But like, <laughs> it is failing to recognize that as a trend. Because mm-hmm. like, there's so many things white people do that we can point out. But it, it, it always slides under this like, ha ha, white people, instead of this like, that shit's fucked up, right? bro. It's just like, <laughs> white people clap on one and three oh when you listen to music. And you're like, bro. We love the offbeatness. I like, oh, love <laughs> we love to see it. Right? Like, it's just like, it's like you have all these privileges in society, but your punishment is like your life. Right. Your life, your ignorance is your punishment. It's because you don't realize yeah, how you, fucking shitty you are you sometimes. Are so Something you can change. Ignorant. Right. It's like. It's like that is your punishment is that you don't even understand. But you can see it. Ignorance is bliss. They're so ignorant that they're just happy. They yeah. Just... Ignorance is only bliss when you don't look like you and me. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Like, yeah. by me being we're ignorant. We're not ignorant. Well, we don't have the choice to be. Exactly. Yeah. We, I mean, if, or if, I if could you be do, ignorant, yeah. or if you decide to be, or like, you know, have that ignorant tendency. Going to jail. Then it's a completely different set of rules for you at that point, exactly, right? Yeah, I can't be ignorant. If yeah. I'm ignorant, then I'm just a ghetto black person. School yeah. to prison pipeline is what we like to call that mm-hmm. typically, because you know the little mistakes that white people are granted to make when they're younger. I can't make those same mistakes. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. Like Not if I get caught like stealing a candy bar or some shit from a store, some little white kids gonna get their parents called. Meanwhile, I'm getting. Out here in cuffs. If I don't yeah. say yes, ma'am, or no, ma'am, or yes, sir, no, sir, I'm getting cussed out. You yeah. have an attitude, man. Ad- you have an attitude. Like, bitch, why do I gotta say yes, ma'am, to you? I am grown. Yeah. I pay real. taxes just like you. Boy, I say yeah. I say yes, ma'am, in text. Right. That's yeah. how much it's ingrained <laughs> in me. I say yes, ma'am, yes, sir, in text. Most black men do because you don't want to seem threatening. True. It's, so, thing. it's a That's thing. So, yeah. It's a respect thing. Respect. Yeah. No, it's but not it's also respect. it's an old school respect thing of being a slave and saying yes ma'am and yes no ma'am and yes sir and no to sir. To not get fucking killed. To not get fucking put yeah. in the hot box. Right. Or, no, right, right. To, to get separated from your family no. or get sprayed down with a water hose or you know yeah. some cop on a power trip decides you know what I feel like fucking with you today and guess what I can do it and get away with it mm-hmm. and nobody's gonna check me on I'm still gonna have my pension yeah yeah. my family's still gonna be but fine the union's gonna take care of me right. I do see kids who say yes ma'am and shit like that way more respectful I'm like ugh oh yeah 
You were raised. But that's the way that that's different, though. To me, I feel like when there's like a certain, especially for younger kids, like you're still growing, you're still learning. I'm not gonna walk into a a new class or something I'm trying to master and talk to the master like, oh well, yeah, sure, I guess. Like, no, yeah, yes, sir, no. Yeah, sir. yeah. There's a certain level of respect mm-hmm. that you're gonna have to have when you want to learn and grow. Yeah, it is what it is. It's time respect. and place for everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. But sometimes everything. it's just like you know what. No, like no, I shouldn't have to sugarcoat my personality to yeah. make you comfortable. Yeah, I'm not being offensive. You know, I'm yeah. not being disrespectful. I'm just talking like this. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like <laughs> some people are intimidated just by like, like the just different interact. Like, okay, so this happens with Asians a lot too. Mm-hmm. Like, not my brand of Asian where I'm like half or whatever. Right. I'm talking about like hardcore Asians, mm-hmm. like. Do you all know that restaurant, Nats? It's, like, right next to McCarthy's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so there's, like, one guy that works there. Super Asian guy, mm-hmm. right? Super quick, short, just, like... You, you would interpret it as rude. Yeah. If you didn't otherwise understand that he's an Asian man. Yeah. And, like, this is just how they interact. Yeah. yeah. But, no, he's literally, like... Like, I ordered something for pickup the other day. I walk in there, and as soon as he saw me, he was just immediately starting to get shit together. It's like handed to me. He's like, you need silverware? I was like, I couldn't understand him. I was like, uh, yeah, I had the Korean beef. He's like, no, you need silverware? I was like, yes. Yeah. And like, at that point, I was like, I just, I, because I know, I know Asians. I was like, he's not being rude. Yeah. This is how he talks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? And I was like, that's it. But some people are intimidated by that fact. It's like, why is he saying it like that? It's like, he's not saying it like that. That is how he says it, mm-hmm. right? It's not like he's intentionally doing this. Thing is, he's trying his best yeah. to sound polite and yeah. respectful and right. all that. And it's just like... Or just do his job because he doesn't give a that. fuck what you think about him. You no. came here for the food because you like it. Do you need silverware? And you know what? <laughs> the like... thing is, is the server, mm-hmm. he's a lot more to get... Like, he's more likely to get prosecuted for something like that. But had it been the head chef that said something to you like that, you'd been like... Yes, sir. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying. You're yeah. Like, cool. I understand. Yeah. Because that's the big. That's the big man. He's think, smart. Right. He handles. His, yeah. You know what I'm saying. He has his craft and he does it well. Yeah. So you're gonna be respectful about it. Yeah. You're you're willing to take that shit a little bit because you like respect it because you're like okay. That's so normal that, for that's chefs. The guy. Like yeah. every single chef I know, every restaurant that I worked in, the guy that's working and cooking mm-hmm. is a bit of an asshole. Yeah. And that's typical. Like I'm Always. used to getting yelled at by my chef de cuisine. Like right. I get this shit to get like. I get that. Yeah. But it's not acceptable for when a server does it, though, right? Well, that's the thing is I think more people need to be in those environments where that is kind of the standard. Because yep. music was going to music school, like, it was literally like, shut the fuck up and do what I say. Yeah. And go practice. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, did you not practice? Get the fuck out of my lesson room and go practice. Why right. are you wasting my time? It's like, no one's ever told sternly yeah. that, like, hey, you're here for a reason. It's because you need me. Yeah. If you need me, you need to work. Yeah. And it's just like, that. that just like, there, there's a severe lack of like that kind of disciplinary model that's like very strict because we're trying to get away from it. We think it's like, oh, everything's too strict. We need to be nicer to kids. We need to do this. It's like Nature works it's like, just fucking fine, okay? Yeah, right? There is a system yeah. and levels, all right? You need to respect that. Yeah. And it is what the fuck it is. And like you said, like nature though, like yeah. if you're unprepared to go out into the world and encounter these difficult situations, 
nature will take care of itself. Mm -hmm. In other words, like you will be thrown to the ground because you have no resilience against adversity. You need that though. Yeah, it's like because nature <laughs> is cruel. Right. Nature and like nature isn't anything. Societal nature is like nature out in the wild, whatever you want to call it. It is cruel. It right. doesn't care about you. When you have people, mentors that like teach you and are mean to you, like literally mean to you, or like they're doing it in your best interest because they are infinitely nicer than nature will be, right? It's like they're infinitely. trying to they're trying to get you prepared. Like my lesson teacher, one of the first words she said to me, she was like, "You're Japanese, aren't you? Shouldn't you be good at this?" And I was like, "Fuck!" And I was like. And that, at that moment, I had the decision to either be like, that's racist. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not listening yeah. to her being like, she's doing that because she's trying to push my buttons and push me. Mm -hmm. And then, like, eventually I took that route and, like, our relationship was way better. There's some other kids that were like, you're mean. And she was like, all right, bye. Okay. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, why are you here then? Like, you knew what you were getting yourself into. If you don't like it, leave. And, like, that's it. That was me as a trainer. Like, I, that's that's the thing. Right. Like, I hated training because a lot of the times people always expected me to, like, sugarcoat shit. And I'm like, nah, bro, that's not how that shit works. Like, no. there's a reason why they have you following me around, even when I don't fucking want you. Yeah. And I've made it clear to you. I've made it clear to my manager. I don't want, just because I don't feel like I'm the, I'm the standard. It's because no matter how mean you are to them, you will never be as mean as a customer could be. Ever. To that guy. Ever. Right? It's just like... If, if someone is mean to you trying to train you, like you should kind of cherish that because it's like that means they actually are investing time into you, which when was the last time anybody invested any time into you, right? That like took their own time or like I'm going to help you be better, right? You. That doesn't happen. That just doesn't happen, right? Unless you have somebody that's very, very, very nice or already has some sort of investment in your future, like your parents, mm -hmm. like someone else. Right. But like for people to like take time out of their life to teach you something, right if they're mean to you like you have to deal with that mm -hmm. like i it, it sucks to say yeah. and like maybe there's a better way honestly i don't think there is i think sometimes you have to be put on the spot you have to be made uncomfortable yeah. so if you're comfortable you're not going to learn you're not going to grow yeah more importantly you literally have to like have some person look at you and be like you play like a bitch like yeah. get it together and I've been told that multiple times, and it's the most some of the most profound moments of my life. Cause I'm like, damn. Like I thought I was good, right? Like I yeah. had all these ideas of myself in my mm -hmm. head, and I'm like, fuck. And then you have a decision. Then it's literally binary, mm -hmm. right? Once you crumble all that ego, then it's literally like, what is it? Give up? Keep going. And you gotta crumble <laughs> the ego. <laughs> Which it's one so is important. it? You yeah. have to do that because when you don't, you're not being realistic with yourself. Yeah you're really not like, and that's the thing i want to be vulnerable and it's sick that's the thing about college that i really really dislike there's a lot most majors most majors you will never have to be put on the spot you will never have to do anything difficult out of your comfort zone mm -hmm. besides take a test it's like and Shit. you do that four times a semester and that's it i'm like that's great like you have to take tests and stuff but like what are you learning like what are you actually learning i was so glad i did music for that exact reason because it was like it's like, yeah, you're going to take tests, whatever. You better do good on them, like, right? It's like it's not even like the tests aren't even like the goal. It's like every single time you play your instrument, you're performing in front of people and there are people judging you and you know it. And like if you don't do well, it's not that you get a grade that tells you that you didn't do well. It's that you know yourself. You're like, 
I suck. Like that wasn't good. I didn't practice enough. It's accountability. Yeah, though. yeah it's it's not, it's all internal. It's yeah. all like responsibility. Self accountability. People do not practice right. enough, and that is exactly why we are where we are. Right. Because the moment that you can sit back and look at yourself, say, "Damn, I fucked up. I didn't handle that correctly, or I could have done this better. I could have done that better." Yeah. That is when you start to grow. Yeah. Exactly. And there's not, that doesn't, that's not offered, especially in school. Like, of course not. It's like, do these, do, do your homework, take these assignments, do these tests. It's like, that's it. There's no like accountability to, for your own action to do whatever. It's always external. It's like, oh, I got to get grades for my mom or because of college or this or that. It's like, no, no, no. You should do this because you want to be better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem with like, modern education it's like okay math you got to have a certain amount of math just to be a human mm-hmm. right it's like but you don't need algebra 2 and no. pre-calculus i promise you Definitely you don't need to know it if you're gonna like like learn physics and stuff then learn calculus yeah for sure that's different like, yeah it's like but like yeah you know and i'm saying that as a former engineering student like, right <laughs> it's just like you don't need some of these things if you're not going to be into it. Yeah. It's like that's that's okay because you're not into it. And that's yeah. that's totally fine. That's how I figured out it wasn't for me. Like yeah. I've literally taken damn near every single math class that North Carolina Auntie has had to offer, multiple levels of physics, mm-hmm. engineering courses, and I was fucking miserable, capable, yeah. still getting the job done. Mm-hmm. But I was so fucking depressed, like, along with me being away from my family, mm-hmm. you know, along with me trying to figure out myself and my adulthood, because I'll be honest, I was spoiled as a child. Yeah. Like, being my mother's only child, and then, of course, having to deal with my father passing, my mother honestly handled me with, like, gloves, like, mm. saw, like very delicate, very, you know, made sure that I had the counseling and things that I needed, and try to prepare me in a certain way, but there's some things and some lessons that I just was not going to get at home, mm-hmm. which is why I applied for Waffle House. And I went from Waffle House to fine dining. There was yeah. no in-between. I didn't get, you know, an Applebee's. Right. And that was one of the hardest moments in my life on top of me dealing with school. Mm-hmm. But that's what made me who I am as a person. Yeah. And that makes all the difference in the world. And I had, you know, the trainers, I had some nice trainers at Green Valley, you know, but... The ones that really stuck out in my mind were rigorous and it was like yeah. difficult for me to be able to understand and adapt to that culture. Yeah. Because I don't think I've ever, like, you're never going to find another restaurant job that tests and requires their people to know the menu the way that Green Valley did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you got to be humbled, right? Because, yeah. like, especially think about, like, when you're in, like, high school and, like, your ego is just out of way. It's just, like, you think you know everything. Wilding. Right? <laughs> and you're like, man, society's all fucked up. Right. And blah, blah, blah. And you think you know the answers. It's like, yeah. you need somebody to come in and be like, look, no. <laughs> like, you just don't. Yep. And it's like, to come, just smack you around a little bit and be like, hey, sit back and relax because you right. don't know shit. No nothing. Right? Right. And, like, that's just not offered anymore because that's, like, child abuse now, apparently. If you t- if you try to discipline kids, it's like child abuse. Yeah. It's like, all right, uh, what what are you supposed to do? How do you make right. a good human without putting them through some adversity, right? And that, you can't you just can't. Have, you can't. That's right? how that works. You look at like, you know, rich people's children that inherit their companies, and you're like, yeah, no wonder that company sucks now. They inherited everything. They had no adversity in their life. They got through the f- the first time they encountered anything difficult was they inherited a billion dollar company. Right. And like, wow. Look what happened. What a, what a struggle. Yeah. And then they don't right. hire people that have yeah. actually dealt with adversity. And when they do, they hire like that one person 
that's supposed to be the spokesperson for fucking everybody. Right. And then they look at that person as a spokesperson. Yeah. I, again, I've been the, I've been the only black girl at the fine dining restaurant. Mm-hmm. So all of the hair questions, mm-hmm. all of the offensive shit that people wanted to ask, just because I was great at what I did. Like, oh, well, I'm comfortable enough with you. I'm paying you enough money. Let me ask you all the questions that I've been wanting to ask black people for the last 15 years. Yeah. That shit used to happen all the time. Really? Along with serving tables and just being in that level of stress. Like, that shit, like, how how I made it out of that alone, I'm yeah. constantly fucking amazed with myself. Or anybody that has to deal with stuff like that. Or me having to explain to the next black person that gets hired, like, yo, you're going to deal with this shit. Like, this shit, yeah. I'm going to tell you right now. Applying to this job, this is some of the shit that you're going to see. There are going to be certain customers that they'll tell you not to even go over to the table because they'll be like, oh, I don't want to do it. It's a black person. like, And that shit is just supposed to be okay. Mm-hmm. And nobody says anything. You know, They're not going to keep the same way Whole Foods does. We're not going to kick them out. We're not going to ban them for offending somebody mm-hmm. because we don't want to ruin their experience. Mm-hmm. No, you're just greedy for money. Yeah. Let's call a spade a spade. Right. You don't want to fuck up your own check. Yeah. So you're willing to sacrifice my level of comfort, even though I'm coming in here and making you money every day. Yeah. Because the Whole Foods experience is just like the Green Valley right. Trail experience. Right. You got to sometimes. Have that. Sometimes you just wish they would come out and just be like, we just need to make money. Sorry. Put your feelings aside. So sometimes I wish you they the Whole Foods would just be like, hey, it's not about you. Just say that. Just say it, yeah. Just like, because personally, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. It's when you tiptoe around and pussyfoot yeah. around these yeah. issues. You're like, it's oh, in my face. we're trying to create a wholesome environment where we can get... Like, no, you're not. No, yeah. you're not. You want to make money. Like, yeah. say it. Say it. Because that's okay. That's mm-hmm. okay. This is the country we live in. This is the things that happen. Yeah. And if that's, that's, if that's the truth, that's the truth. Yeah. Like, it... It's everything's so much easier when the truth is just right there, right? But you know what? I can appreciate. I think there's also a cultural thing too, and that is I, true. I appreciate that. Like most of my friends that are Asian or Japanese or Chinese, they're like, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But I'm like, but that's also because a country that you come from, your culture, mm-hmm. that's how y'all operate. It yeah. is what it is. That's I'm just gonna true. say, I'm just gonna say whatever the fuck. But that is why you have the level of longevity and success that you do. Like, yeah, you do have your flaws and your issues, of yeah, course. right. Every country does. Mm-hmm. But I think it makes it a little easier to navigate social situations and diversity if you're just honest about it. Especially the bullshit. Because you're at some point, these questions are too hard for us to understand. Yeah. It's like, why is it the darker you get, the less respect you get? What the fuck is that right? shit? Yeah, it's like, that makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. Right? At some level, like explaining it doesn't help. At yeah. some level, it's just like, this is just what it is, yeah. and we have to deal with it. And like, until we find a way to deal with it, like, you know, all these theories and all these whatever apologizing, yada, Bullshit. yada. It's just like, it's just Useless. whatever. Yeah. Why are we doing this? Why yeah. am I getting a three month long CNN thing on Breonna Taylor only for us to turn around and still disrespect her life? Yeah. Like, right. she wasn't wrongfully killed in the first yeah. place. And like I said, had it been, you know, in a really nice neighborhood and a nice white lady, then at that point, you know, somebody would have lost their fucking job and mm-hmm. they would have hung those officers out to dry. Yeah. But it's when, for some reason, when you don't have the shit affecting your neighborhood and your livelihood, mm-hmm. people like to turn the blind eye because it's easier. Yeah. It's easier than saying, hey, yeah. that's fucked up. Y'all shouldn't have did that and somebody needs to be held accountable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, 
it's it's just fucked. Mm-hmm. But like that's the thing. That's what that's what it is. What it is has gotten us to this point, right? Because like it's always been. It is what it is. Yeah. Peaceful protesting for all the killings of other black people throughout the years, over like the decades that this has been happening, right? It's always just been like it is what it is. We're gonna protest peacefully. It's yeah. like that just has it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And that that is a new it is what it is, right? Yeah. Peaceful protest doesn't work. It is what it is. Yeah. We're gonna start fucking shit up now. It's like that's France like, does it right it's consistently. A, France, will, bro, you will turn on the news and see some random because of course they're not gonna show it on like the main screen. Yeah. They're gonna show that little little reel at the bottom, yeah. like riots starting France, over right. blah blah blah, and some shit changes. Dude, France is about their shit, they, and I respect Always. it. France yeah. is. France is passionate. France is love to see it. the origin, the origination of like any new form of thought. Like the French Revolution mm-hmm. was literally the thing that led, like, like, like branched out of the Enlightenment. Like the French start a lot of these like movements of like progressing forward. Mm-hmm. Like uh, what's his name, Michel Foucault from like the early nineteen hundreds was like this like just anarchist, just like super, just like fuck the system. We're tearing it all down. He was like a very respected philosopher too, mm-hmm. but he was the guy who, where a lot of this like kind of postmodern thought is based off of, where everything society is constructed, where it's like, especially when it comes to like gender, it's like gender is a social contract, like sex doesn't exist or whatever. All that that all stems from him because he's just like all these roles that were created were whatever, like just made for society to be. And he had all these theories about society, which I don't agree with a lot of them. I think he's just frustrated but like but he makes a lot of good points because you're like because he's like this is bullshit all of it's bullshit also he was he's like very extremely gay and from a long lineage of very very successful french doctors Mm -hmm. that were like very straight edge and he he was like you know like sex dungeon gay like 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 tear my asshole open and just like shove rats in there kind of gay he was like intensely we don't don't kink shame out here in these streets we don't right (laughs) that's his business but like his family did right and like put all this pressure on him to not be like that and his therapist uncovered all this stuff that's definitely a big reason of why he why he like talked about what he talked about that's adversity though it really is yeah that's that's his right yeah because being a minority in a situation will really teach you what it is like Mm -hmm. to have to understand and really operate and get people yeah and be able to read deeper into situations and again to not be willfully ignorant because you can't afford to be yeah I can't afford to, But that's you know, not an experience see. that, like, you can just offer to people. Yeah. Here's what it's like to be a minority. It's like, no, no, no. That doesn't... That's, <laughs> you can't hand out... So, you can't hand out black cards, right? You can only take them yeah. away. Right. right? No, yeah. but I mean, but I mean, people do try to invite people to the cookout because they are allies, quote unquote, you know? But at the same time, it's like... Just because they dance on beat don't mean they... It doesn't mean they get it. No. And I got... I got invited to a cookout once, but like I didn't realize what the expression meant. Yeah. Yeah. It literally was. It was like a half Halloween party, mm-hmm. and I had a bottle of Henny just because I was like, I want to try it. I brought a bottle of Henny to this party. Sheesh. And me and this black dude just like started like playing beer pong and like hitting it off. We were just chilling. We started talking about anime. It all was this a stuff. Henny. It was yeah. It was cool. <laughs> and then he was like, "Bro, you invited to the cookout." I was like bet let me get your number and the next day i was like dude when's this cookout and he was like Mm-mm. oh no nah, bro there's no cookout right i no. was like 
why did you invite me to the cookout? <laughs> and he was just like, no, it's just some black people. It just means you can blend in with the black folk. I was just you like, can hang out with us, bro, because you're not yeah. offensive as fuck. You know, you're not entitled. I was like, that's almost even better than being invited to an actual cookout, yeah, to it, be honest. It it's is. like, it's like, that's like, okay. I, because yeah. I, I had no idea what that meant. And I was like, oh. Yeah, but it's, I'll, it's also I was, it's definitely the same. That that's the go-to saying for cool white or just non-black people to now. Be spicy white. Spicy <laughs> white. You invite to the cookout. <laughs> you you could survive a black cookout. A, f- a black function. A black function. Because there's a certain level of like oh, sacred like mm-hmm. things different. and traditions that black people have that most people are just like, why well, do I'm like some shit that I do I can't tell you I do it, but yeah. my grandmother. And then her grandmother. Yeah. And her grandmother. We've been doing this shit for a long time. Like things like soul right. food. Yeah. Like that's literally from black people making something out of absolutely nothing. Yeah. Like scraps. Yeah. Like, oh, why do you eat chitlins? That's disgusting. Oh my god. What if, happens when that's the only bit of pig you're given? Yeah. Like hot water cornbread is one more time. Oh my god. <laughs> like, bro, I've been eating hot water cornbread all my life. And honestly All my life. I wouldn't have it's just cornbread. Right. Like, that's what my mama it's made. It's literally cornmeal and hot hot water. Mm-hmm. That is all. <laughs> in a cast iron that skillet. is all that it is. And, and I need it in a cast iron skillet. It oh, better absolutely. Gotta be. But yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's crazy. Just small things like that that literally are just scraps. Well, it's just tradition, right? Well, I mean, like part of it's tradition, part of it's just culture necessity sometimes. Survival. But survival kind of breeds tradition, also. It does. Right, like it kind of. And that's where I think people get off by saying white people have no culture. It's like, because you kind of don't sometimes. It's like, you know. You didn't have to go right? through anything. Like eating turkey on Thanksgiving and Christmas, that's not culture. That's yeah. just, you saw that on a Hallmark movie and now you got and now you do it because everyone yeah. else does it. It's like, right. it's culture, sure, in a way, but it, it doesn't mean much. It's right. like, because one year you might decide to just have a ham on Thanksgiving and that's it. That shit doesn't fly with traditions, right? When it comes to traditions, it's like you do this at this time, eat these things, hang out with these people. Yeah. And that's it. It's like there's no and there's no explanation for it. Mm-hmm. It's just like that's just what it is and you don't shy away from it. I'm not going to say all white people don't have culture. Of right. course, every family has their own thing. It's like we're going to this place mm-hmm. to camp or whatever. Everyone has their thing. But it's just like it's not out of necessity. It's more out of like recreation or just like right. we're gonna do this now it's like yeah we take a trip to montana every year it's like, that's just like great great tradition <laughs> yeah it's like, like, not montana got, glad you get two weeks of vacation and they can just nothing in yeah. montana yeah or wyoming or like yeah. some weird campground in west virginia we're gonna go to maine and eat lobsters it's like okay. that's not tradition it's that's not- <laughs> that's it's called being bougie right like that's yeah. <laughs> it's a, we have this tradition it's like tradition yeah. You ever feel like we just like water down words a lot? Like tradition. For the words. Like tradition, that's a strong word. Yeah. Right? That's a strong word. But it's very and, used very loosely. Yeah. Tradition could be it could be anything. Right. No, it like tradition to me, anything. like especially like Thanksgiving. Normally, especially all growing like growing up, my family always has a party mm-hmm. at the house every thanksgiving and christmas eve like i'm used to having 40 or 50 of my family members yeah lined up in my house with a buffet of food right and it's not just turkey like we got turkey ham fried chicken right like, it's a number of different things going. yeah that 
is tradition. Yeah. Like when I know my mama is breaking down the card tables and shit from the attic because we're yeah, about to play spades and dominoes right. for the rest of the night. Right. When you got furniture just for that occasion. Just for, there's some <laughs> shit that I do not see. I don't even know where the fuck my mama keeps the shit back time. Like when I go looking for shit, I be like, right. Ma, where do you keep the so-and-so? Oh, yeah. go upstairs in the room over the garage and go to the left. And right. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, bro, I didn't even know half this shit was up here. It's like, yeah. But this shit we don't touch any other time throughout the year. Yeah. We don't yeah. need four or five fold up fucking table. But my mom literally will go out yeah. and get these big ass tables. It just keeps folded up because we need all that space yeah. for Thanksgiving. Right. And Christmas. Like every year. This yeah. is the first year that I haven't gotten to do it and I've actually been home. Because mm-hmm. normally when I was working in Fondana and I had to work on holidays. Yeah. Yeah. And I had school. So I would only come home after Christmas, and the one holiday I would take off would be like New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Yeah. That was one holiday at Green yeah. Valley. So I would just stay home for two weeks. Yeah. And then I would be in North Carolina for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. But other than that, no, bro, we always had like really, really big parties at the house. Yeah. That's tradition to me. That's something that like my roommate Mario, he's Mexican. We've mm-hmm. been growing up since we were, you know, in like fourth grade. Yeah. But like. I mean, talking about Mexicans, like, they have some tradition, like, they get some, there's a kid's Parties. birthday or something, it's like, quinceaneras and shit, you're like, damn, and like, you, you ain't lived, so you've been to one. They, like, they had, his parents just redo their vows, like, two years ago, I cannot believe this fucking party they threw, wow. it was just, like, in this sketchy-ass little whatever in the middle of, like, Cardinal Valley, yep. you walk in, there's a mariachi band blasting like my ears were ringing i've been in marching band like my whole life mm-hmm. and i've been like in music halls and all this shit was that i go in there i'm like like um, fuck oh my god but like it's everyone's crunk and lit i'm just like this is something else this is yeah. great yeah. this is amazing i was and like this is uh, walks with cousins going on where you go to smoke weed with exactly the cousins, and everybody's like drunk and eating good food and yeah. enjoying themselves Same, that's, that's normal that's yeah everybody else except white people I don't understand that. Yeah. Why people are so plain? They're so boring. Right. That's weird to me. Why people have parties and they have like gift baskets and shit? Yeah. yeah I don't get that <laughs> shit. It's like, you want some peanut M&M's? It's like, no. My gift basket right. is this gas I'm about to get from right. my cousin. Yeah, I want a blunt. Right. right. And where's, where's the smoke room at? I, I made a t-shirt. It says 4th of July. Oh, yeah, right. It's like, no. I don't want this fucking t-shirt, bro. 4th yeah, <laughs> of July to right. me means cookout. There's going to be ribs on the grill. There's going to be salmon on the grill. We're going to have those same card That's tables set up in the, in the yard. Because yeah. we're going to be doing the shit outside where's instead of in the house. Where's the bathroom at Paris? It's right next door. Honestly, we're pretty far in. We're three hours in. Damn, bro. Yeah. yeah we're far in. I gotta call my, I got to call my grandma in Japan, too. Wish her happy New Year's. That's so yeah. sweet. <laughs> we're That's at the so fucking sweet. Yeah, I heard. This is awesome, y'all. Everybody yeah, knows. this is... I knew this would be a good one. I knew we'd be able to get like a lot of time out of this. Oh, we've been sitting is... here talking like yeah. this shit just really hasn't been passing. It's yeah. crazy. We've I been mean, here for four hours, damn it. Well, yeah. Three hours of, three three hours of podcasting. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Three and a quarter at best. But yeah. No, thank you all for coming. I'm obsessed in the bathroom, but thank you for inviting. We're just us. gonna end this uh, as is, and mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get this posted. But um, yeah, good talk. Hell yeah, good times. Let's do it again. Yeah, for sure.